Let's get into it for the audio listeners. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that wakes you up before you a go-go. This is level 167. Joining me tonight is Big L. Hi, Kenny. It's the live freaking show. You all ready? Woo-hoo. Koosh Moose. Hype. Hype. <laughs> and RockerDude5012. Hello and salutations. Ha, I only got one mistake when pointing to you guys on the live chat. There's a first for everything. It's only taken 167 attempts. Well, it's like my camera's backwards, and I never remember that until like after I'm pointing. Just get some stickies. The way I'm looking at it, I should be pointing top left like this to get to Nate, but that just points off into nowhere. So I have to point that way to get to you. Oh, man. All right. So, this week. What's up, everybody? How's it all going? Oh, it's good. It is amazing. It's It's great. (laughs) Okay. Nothing better than talking to you fine chaps. That's so sweet. All right. Let's get into the show. Y'all aren't very talkative, so we might as well just start with the topic this week, which comes from Deaf Dealers. Like now, why dealers? does death deal? I still want to know why she picked a plural gamer tag. After all these months of knowing her, I still don't get it. She could have put like you know those those X's in front of her name that I love so much, or like a three instead of the E. But no, just plural. I don't get it. How do you know she's not like more than one person? Mm. It's true. She does have different personalities. Got you so. there. Yeah. I mean, she's twice the first-person shooter that Corey is. Damn. Damn. She's just several (laughs) other dealers having fun. And Teddy? Okay, so her her question for this week is... Hurt my eyes? When Series X was coming... Wow, that's weird sense. When Series X was coming out, they put backwards compatibility on the back burner to focus on that. Do you think they will return? They will ever return to that and start adding more Xbox 360 games to backwards compatibility, or will they just leave it how it is now and move on? And then just as kind of like a little bonus question: Do you still play Xbox 360s on Xbox One slash Series consoles? That's a nice uh, overlay you got there on the Twitch, Corey. You got a little uh, something death, new. Slight death, oh, that's fancy. You got Death Dealer's uh, Underworld pick, and she never told us she liked Underworld. It's amazing. Oh, is that Underworld? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know that. She's never mentioned that. She like, never ever. mentioned it. I mean, how would we Weird. know? <laughs> like normally, when you greet someone, you say "Hi, my name is," and this is why. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> she never told us. Yeah, it's not like it took people thirteen years to figure out where Fufu Cuddly Poof is from. Thank you, um, Netflix. Pokemon. You. Netflix, Netflix ruined my, the secret behind my gamer tag. My is daughter saw your, your gamer tag and said she wants to name her next stuffy, uh, Fufu Cuddly Poof. <laughs> and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> a stuffy being just a plush animal? Yeah, just any plush. Yeah. Any plush thing with, with you know, stuffy. 
That's what she I call L stuffy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. No, he's my little the, stuffy. Replaced fire. Replaced no, no, you it's, with it's a compliment. Replaced to you with an I. And uh you know, I get excited sometimes and that happens. Stuffy turns into a stiffy. There's a know. pill for that. Yeah, there's a pill for that. Wait, what? <laughs> Don't beat dead horses on the show, Kenny. All the things too, apparently. Um, oh. So <clears throat> yeah. I'll start it off with uh creature backwards. No, I'm just kidding. It, it's spelled out phonetically for me. Air u teirk. A little uh, extra um, er in there. Eru teirk, eru teirk, eru teirk, eru teirk, That's what it was. I'm sitting there trying to think of what the the song was from last week. In the Discord, the patron Discord, Eru teirk is there. Go ahead. Oh man, well we know what your next parody is going to be. His comment for this was, I think at some point in the future they'll revisit it, but, but on a much, much smaller scale, it might just be a select few first-party titles that aren't already there. If there aren't any already there, I figured, I thought they were already there. But realistically, they'll probably focus more on enhancing the games that are already in the program, though, rather than bringing any more over. As for still playing 360 games... I played a f- fair. F- uh, I played a far few non-backwards compatible games this year, and quite a few more that are backwards compatible. Or he's played a far few non-backwards compatible games. So yeah, he's still u- he's still using the backwards compatibility, and I think I tend to agree with them. I think they're going to revisit it. I think just with the Series X launch and especially being low um, stock on that, that's probably where their focus is as of right now what do you guys think i mean personally i don't play a lot of 360 games um re- really i only play them if they're metroidvania games so there's not more much more that they can uh, do for backwards compatibility with that um so i really could care less if they continue with it to be honest but i don't think it's a bad thing if they that means you care well, a little. I mean, I guess, but <laughs> sure, whatever. Uh, but do I think that they'll add more? I mean, the the optimistic uh, part of me says, yeah, but uh, I don't really know if they need to. So it, it's hard to say with that one. Uh, and then I kind of answered the second part. Do you still play 360 games on your series? Well, I dive them, <laughs> the Metroidvania ones, but <laughs> mostly... No, I'm I, I'm not going back. I'm not. I don't go back to last year games at this point. Uh, it's, it's I just play the new stuff, you know. Get distracted uh, with Nickelodeon, you know, this week and then next week it's zombies. So that's that's the way we roll. Come on, uh, Corey. Are there any Metroidvania games you need to still play on the 360? Japanese Castlevania: no. Symphony of the Night. Okay, and, and Japanese Batman Arkham. And um, what's the mm. insanely twisted Shadow Planet? Shadow Planet. Yeah. What uh, about those are the only Ootland? Few that I can think of. That's also on Games for Windows Live. So Did you, you do Ootland? Find a friend. Uh, yes, I've dived Outland. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'll go back and play them. I just started. You know, 
I, well, I dived. Dust, really, we're two hundred points, and they're going to play them. No, I'm going to play them eventually. <laughs> uh, Wild West 08. He chimed in. He actually still plays his 360, uh, and it's it, so much. In fact, well, not so much, but he plays it specifically for GTA 5. Uh, trying, you know, when he was trying to, you know, battle the server closures for that. Uh, and he said uh, he much would have rather played that version on his one through uh, backwards compatibility, but it's not there. So uh, he hopes that they do continue to work on it. Um, and, you know, I, I could see where a good portion of Achievement Hunters would would really like that. Um, just for the fact of it's easier to play those games. And not everybody's like me. Uh, people are... People are still buying 360 games, uh, Hatton and uh, Terra. Uh, so they they need those to work. And if they work through this series or the Xbox One, you know, all the better. And, you know, game preservation and all that stuff, too. So there you go. What was it? There has been a few games where I went to go play them. And it's just, and I pop them into the Xbox One and it doesn't work. It's just like, wait, what? And it come to find out it's not backwards compat- compatible, so I'm like, oh well, I'm not you playing this game. I hate using a 360. That thing is so slow; it takes forever to load, and the Xbox One controller is so much better than the 361. It depends on the game. I've definitely played some games like in recent times that are slower to get going than the 360. See, I have my 360 on the shelf over there mostly as just display like it's hooked up and it works but it's mostly just for display because it's the halo reach one i have no desire to go back to a 360 i would love it if microsoft just made everything backwards compatible nate what do you think you playing anything oh yes i'm playing lots of things that's part of my problem is i can't focus on just one but let's focus on not the god who uh, gets 50% credit for saying yes. Uh, there were actually two questions there, Noth. So, uh, That's the smartest thing he's ever said. I'm not sure which one you're answering. Um, okay. And then there is Chesno. Uh, he says, I hope so. What's the point of owning all these games if I can't play them? Preach. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, I have um, quite the collection. and quite still the, play them. Look at this. If you look at this uh, fuzzy gray. Slowly. Sp- blur in the background that's a whole bunch of games that i hope i get to play and i hope i don't have to actually walk over and put in the console because that's a lot of walking <laughs> at least uh, and <laughs> this Corey's calendar is gone <laughs> and brand new patron kt echo says oh i definitely still play 360 games on my newer con- consoles and with fps boost still being relatively new i hope the team is still working on more bc titles Actually, quite a few games I would like to go back and play, but I don't want to drag out the 364. So they're pushing to, or they're pushed to the bottom of the backlog, and that is a great point. Um, the FPS boost, I don't really pay attention to that. And oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I haven't really paid attention to because that doesn't just pertain to the 360 games. That also pertains to older X1 games. There are enhancements there that you can get from that manage menu. I haven't looked at that too much. I haven't played with those. I just kind of go with like whatever the defaults for the game are. Um, so are they still working on stuff? Maybe that's what they're doing. I mean, maybe that's where their time is going is working on that FPS boost and all the other stuff. That's kind of like more bang for the buck stuff that goes into the, the base tech 
that improves every game versus making sure that individual games get pushed back into the stack. When they went on hiatus, I was hoping that we would get things like Max Payne. I was hoping they would come back and we get those. But I feel like it's been so long. They're kind of like, I think everyone's forgotten that we said we were going to do it. So do we really have to do it? That's kind of where I think they're they are going. Uh, I'm still, you know, the optimist to me still wants those Red Dead Revolver achievements. Wants the 1K for just beating <laughs> the game. Um, I would nice. love to have that. I In no way do I expect anything like that to happen. But man, it would be great if it did. Uh, and yes, I still play my 360. I have, uh, currently I have one group once a week that we play Diablo. Uh, and we're, we're doing that on the 360 hardware. It is not backwards compatible, not the version we're playing. So I'm absolutely doing that. And when things go out of Game Pass, uh, their 360 only games or whatever, or maybe I only uh, can play them on there for whatever reason. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely playing my 360. Uh, I, I purchased uh, a free 360, as you know, as it was called a couple years ago at uh, GameStop. There was the, the free 60 uh, option they were doing. Because I want to hold on to that hardware because at some point this stuff's going to die and I want to play these games still. So, so yeah. So I agree with Chesno. You know, going back to that whole, I hope so because I have invested a lot of money uh, in these discs that will just be coasters and I don't have that many sodas to fill those <laughs> coasters. So that's that's my long rambling thought. Does anybody remember when they said that they were going to stop working on the backwards compatible stuff? When they said they would th- stop, or well, when they were pausing, uh, I know it was it was like an announcement. I year think and a half, it was like mid 20, no 2019. Two years was it? Was it pre twenty twenty? I, I want to say was no, it pre apocalypse. Maybe maybe that would get the world back on track if we had backward compatibility yeah. <laughs> updates. It's definitely before that. So they're actually talking in Twitch chat right now. Michelle and somebody else whose name I can't find. I remember the game I wanted to play on backwards about it. Fear. Hmm. I love that game. That was such a good game, and it really applies now for Spooky Month. That's not backwards oh. compatible. I would love for that to be backwards compatible. It's a great game. And I'm getting confirmation it was 2019. So, yeah, with you know the pandemic and everything that's probably why i got pause and push farther back there's more things to prioritize at this point oh come on besides staying alive what else could there be i mean really i have a question for uh, kt echo whose last line mentioned dragging out the 360 do people not just leave them both hooked up and have like a little hdmi switcher or something I keep I mine the- hooked up to the TV in the playroom upstairs at the far end of the house. <laughs> On a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> mine, mine is plugged in. It's right down here. I also have one in the basement, you know, for when I'm on the treadmill and never turn it on. Or go on the treadmill. Yeah. Or go on the treadmill. Yeah. Right. All right. Because I have four HDMI ports in my TV, yeah. but I guess even if you had one or two, you can get an, a switcher thingy. Mm-hmm. Ignore the messy basement. But well, if, I'll, I'll show if your 360 chat. is not plugged in, I understand. You're not plugging it in. There's, I understand. I have, there's my shelf with all my game consoles, so all hooked up and whatnot. I mean, had, had I not had like a spare TV in another room of the house, I don't think I would keep it plugged up. Even if I had enough ports, I just... Yeah. 
It's getting turned switcher? on. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get a switcher? No. Get a switcher. I mean, it takes up desk space at that point. But you that can stream it. Space. Ooh. Stream that hot 360 action that's not, not See, compatible. I got a switcher once and it didn't work. And I gave up on it. I'm like, I'm just plugging these all off. Yeah, I mean, they, they work. I have the one that, you know, I do two to, you know, two to one input, but I don't think I would keep it on the, you know, it just, it would collect dust because it has a very specific purpose in this house. And it's, it's biggest purpose is to play DVDs for my kids when they want to <laughs> camp out in the playroom. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's a good purpose. I have yep. done that too. <laughs> All right, we have a couple more uh, patron submissions to read. Uh, Mr. Ahizo says, as much as I hope I'm wrong, I think the days of new backwards compatible games are permanently done with the Xbox. Uh, he's got high hopes, but low expectations. I still play BC games, but usually just ones I'm working on in a group, such as Gears, Halo Wars, and Solo, because I'm an idiot, Rayman Legends. Well, not an idiot. You're Is not Halo idiot. Wars not backwards compatible? Wait, what? Those are back from Kyle. Oh. You're not an idiot because you play Rayman Legends. Uh, you're an idiot because you hang out with, uh, well, I'm not going to name any names. Vulgar. Death Dealers. Big Hell. Oh, wait. Um, and also, we have Mr. Chewy on Ice. I love the backwards compatible pro- program. Wait. Now oh, you're gonna add you're gonna add extra letters to program now. Put e's. I thought you just put u's in words. Yeah. What is e's, that? Right? Program and still get lots of playtime from 360 games on my one series. However, I have a bad feeling it won't make any kind of significant return at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree with both of you guys. I don't think they're gonna come back with any 360 games at all. Having the Which one games and the series games are probably good enough for them. And we got a good number of 360 games. I loved seeing those announcements uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, whatever they were, myself. They were great. I thought they were a Wednesday. No, they were never Wednesday. Don't question L's ability to <laughs> tell you when Major Nelson will tweet news. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we know all about okay, it. Okay, fair point. 10 o'clock, fair point. <laughs> 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern. <laughs> Um, but you know, but they surprised us a couple times. Like, remember when they uh, gave us the Xbox Live enhanced versions of like Left 4 Dead and Final Fantasy 13 and uh, I think Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, so that, that was, was a thing. Those were cool. I wish they would do more of that. That would be fine. Um, huh. but but honestly, I also like as much as I'd love to say that I take part in a lot of backwards compatible games, I don't, but I occasionally do. And it helps you like six box gears three if you want to do that. But that sounds awful. <laughs> Let's do it. But other than that, we still gotta beat gears four. Mm, sure. Piece of cake. Mode. Piece of cake. Let's do it. Well, I think we're gonna put that to the side for another game. We're gonna talk about a little later. Absolutely. But not right away. I think, bro. Uh, bro. I guess I'll go ahead and just finish off the rest. Legohead says, I hope they continue with playing on the 360 is awkward. What's so awkward about it? What do you do? Like play upside down? Uh, especially the party the having to be bad. on the Xbox One. Okay, there I agree with you. Especially since yeah, I don't, I'm not smart enough to wire my uh, 
controller in so that, you know, your headset goes off af- uh, after a little while if you don't hit anything on the Xbox One. Also, more, worse. <laughs> more games being added might, just might, mean they think about sales for 360 DLC. Mm, no. That's also true. They don't think about that. And last but not least, Mr. Freemhole says, I'm fine with them abandoning the backwards compatibility titles if that means they could focus on the FPS boosts. Oh, another another frame rate snob. Uh, that they were tricking the system to improve performance. I'd rather, much rather they make the existing BC games run better. Um, I'm usually good for at least two BC games per month. That backlog isn't going to clear itself. Well, I don't disagree with you, but I, I really don't care about those FPS boosts. Why? I don't know. I guess I'd never noticed. Maybe F- it's the never games the- you're playing you don't notice. Yeah. All right, well, tell me like what game I should play. FPS boost. I don't you know. Geometry Wars? FPS boost, what actually make, well, at least in my opinion, most of those older games better. More, yeah, at least which more ones? than tell uh, me which ones resolution increase. Weren't those on the Bethesda uh, games mostly? Wasn't Dante's Inferno like improved? When it went when when it went BC, did it go uh, BC? That sounds stuff familiar. Stuff that up. sounds familiar. Sure. I feel like almost all of them at this point has had some sort of boost, either just a FPS boost or a slight resolution boost. Uh, X Neo twenty one X in the Twitch says all three sixty games in DLC should be on permanent discount. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, just think about them if they would have a fire sale, you know? I mean, how come... 90% off everything in one do month. It. We're taking off the store. You can't buy anything. Just do Go out with a bang. I mean, they don't even tell you when stuff's being delisted, which would get surefire sales. So, um, oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't understand that. I have to assume it's for legal They're reasons. They're not allowed. Not allowed to mention this property. Do. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, maybe not. Speaking, yeah, like, you would speaking think of that delisted, just... like a game just got delisted this week, kind of unexpectedly, and now it's going to have like, I don't know, 100 players on Xbox. What game? Uh, my child's Liebensborn or something like that. I'll write that one. It was a, it was a kind Spell of a, obtuse game. I thought We're that was only... Listen to the look at the name. Like El said before, you know, that's a bad game title. No I one's th- ever going to find that. I thought that was only banned in certain countries. It's No, it's been removed no? from the store. 54 oh, wow. played people, zero completions, uh, came out in June of this year. We def- we talked about this game wow. on, uh, coming real soon. We did, yeah, because it, it was very did. strange. Yeah, we did. Like, I think there's some special tracks that you could go like you're raising a child i think and there is a very closely related like nazi track what (laughs) yeah the games are banned in several countries and i don't think that was the reason for the delisting but it there was something something in the tweet just said it was going away and you know the publisher wasn't gonna like own it anymore or something and uh, yeah, sure enough, you cannot buy it right now. 
Okay. So, huh. you know, yeah. Back on subject, delistings, uh, <laughs> notifications ahead of time would be great. And then, you know, it really chaps chaps me that I could have got a free code of this. And I was like, no, that's a weird game. I'll never play it. But now that I can't play it, I want to play oh. it. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's supposed to be in a simulation. Never so say, I want to play it. Never say no to a free code. I have zero recollection of us talking about that game. If you watch a video of it, you'll probably have your memory jogged. Nah. No? <laughs> nope. I, just, I don't remember this at all. It almost looks like a Dr. Seuss game by the, by the drawing, but uh, whew. that looks well, so weird. He got banned also. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Canceled. All right. Well, that was that topic. A topic, Deaf Dealers. And if any patrons wants to rec- want to give us a topic, let us know. We'll put it in the show one day. Uh, let's get into a game showcase. Uh, Nate, tell me about Lake. Hey, you know who didn't submit a uh, response? Death Dealers. <laughs> That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. And if you suggest a topic, by all means, please let us know. But you... Weird. Oh, Vicky. Yeah, so uh, so Lake is a game <laughs> that I played this past week, played and completed. Um, it's a very chill game. I know we talked about it previously, and it had been shown on a couple of the ID showcases, um, at least two that I can recall. Uh, and it was, at the time, we thought, okay, well, this is a mail delivery game. Looks like there's something else going on, something kind of weird going on at this lake. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, there's nothing weird going on at the lake. It, you're just delivering mail. That is the game. Uh, you're delivering mail. Uh, your dad goes to Florida. Uh, your parents go down to Florida for something. I guess they're on vacation. They're trying to decide if they're going to leave. Uh, and you go uh, to fill in for him and deliver mail in the small town in which you grew up and they were still living. Uh, and then basically, um, I, think, I think it takes the course of well, they keep saying two weeks. So it's about 14 days um, that you'll be delivering mail. And every day you'll kind of start at the mail truck at the uh, post office. And it'll already be loaded with packages. And your um, carrier bag will be loaded with mail. And when you go to look at the map of the lake, you'll see every place you have to go drop off a letter. Ooh, every place you have to go drop off a package. And you basically just drive there. Nice thing is that uh, there are a couple fast travel points around the lake, so you don't have to constantly drive around the lake. Uh, the walking speed is uh, interminably slow, is horrible, and uh, it does have a slightly faster walk button. Uh, and it says it says fast walk, but it really should say slightly faster walk because <laughs> uh, you know if you time it, I think it is fractions of a second faster. Um, uh, so yeah, so you're constantly, you're going to be constantly wanting to walk faster as you're going from place to place, but I guess you don't want to drop those packages. Uh, there is no way to throw a package. I tried to do that. I was wondering if I could throw it from the stairs, like onto well, a I guess porch. you're not FedEx then. No, you're not FedEx. You're, you're the USPS apparently. Um, so yeah, so you'll be, you'll just be driving these around. Sometimes you'll be knocking on a door for a package and someone will answer. Most times, most times they won't. And you just drop a package off and you move on to the next thing. Uh, sometimes when you go to a house to deliver a letter or a package, there'll be somebody standing there. Uh, there's a crazy cat lady. Uh, and when you, she basically has a quest for you and there's 
I think two other people that have quests as well. And they'll ask you just to do specific things in town, like take my cat to the vet, uh, who also happens to be the fisherman. Okay. So um, you'll do that. And then over a course of days, uh, like maybe you have to bring the cat back or something like that. Uh, and then there are other uh, things that they'll ask you to do. Basically, I think you can miss those things and you wouldn't get the achievements. So they are technically missable. So while you're playing this game, just be very helpful. If someone asks you to do something, be like, of course I'll do that. Um, why, yes, I would love to take your sick cat. Uh, why, yes, I would love to deliver that envelope that has no stamp on it. Um, those sorts of <laughs> things. Just say yes to everything. Uh, the one thing you don't have to say yes to are romance options. Uh, there are three, Aww. I think. Romance uh, options? Yeah, there are three romance options in this town, I believe. Um, now I was not feeling that, uh, when I was playing this game, I didn't, you know, you know, I'm married. I, I don't want to romance anybody, uh, besides my wife. So, um, right. <laughs> so I, I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> so I just didn't do it. So Mrs. Hey, Moose hey, is watching. Anytime someone wanted to get, anytime somebody wanted to get like real cozy with me, I was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to just read my book, uh, or just hang out at the lake. Uh, and I didn't lose any achievements for that. You don't have to pick a romance option. You can do whatever the heck you want. Uh, I don't think that you'll shut yourself off from achievements if you happen to, you know, pick this person or that person. I don't think anything anything like that matters. Uh, there is one achievement you will, uh, or one path you have to take that you could lock yourself out of to get um, a particular item, and that item is required for one of the three endings. Now, there, are th like I said, there are three endings, and the bad thing about this is that the last point you can save before going back and, and doing the next ending takes about 20 minutes. So every Oof. ending, so after you beat the game, you can then load up your previous save and it'll take you about 20 to 25 minutes to do that next ending. And then you'll just have to do the third ending after that. So that's not great. So there's like an hour of endings you have to do all total. Uh, it took me about seven hours to get all the achievements, including those three endings. Um, you don't really need a guide. Like I said, uh, if you just pretty much just accept everything that someone asks you, if they say, Hey, would you do this? Or, Hey, would you like to go do this with me? Just say, yeah, why not? Uh, just experience it. Now the game is really relaxing. I really liked it. Uh, it looks relaxing. Yeah. There's a, there's a radio station that, that plays while you're driving your truck. Uh, it's not bad. It's not my type of music, but it wasn't bad. Uh, and it kind of, kind of fit the theme and kind of fit everything that was going on um but yeah i really like this game I, I, I know i kind of was down on it a little bit said a couple maybe not so nice things but the game overall is pleasant and i really enjoyed it and it was really relaxing that's one reason i didn't want to romance anybody i didn't want to go i was enjoying my time just driving around delivering mail which is ridiculous um you don't have to worry about rules road excuse me road rules you can ride drive on the wrong side of the road you can run into people. You can stop traffic. My daughter played and she waited until she had 10 cars backed up in traffic. Which she thought was hilarious. <laughs> this, this is how she played the game. And we were just sitting there. Uh, and I was like, oh, what are we doing? And she's like, I just want them to, I just want to make some traffic. So we All sat right. there. We just, Your just daughter watched. is a monster. <laughs> she's a monster. And she wants to name her stuffy foo foo cuddly poo. And so we just, <laughs> we just sat there and just made traffic. Once she found she could honk, she just started honking at them. Um, so, you know, you can, you can play this game any way you want. Uh, there's lots of ways. Um, yeah. Oh, and there's two achievements for visiting locations. You don't have to go everywhere on the map. In fact, I found myself going places just expecting to find 
like a decapitated body or something or like an alien. <laughs> you really feel like there's something else going on in this town. Oh, that would be a Like how much something better would it to be at that point? It would get real weird. Like I, w- I would have loved for things to get weird, uh, like alien abductions or something like that. Uh, that would be very cool. And I kept expecting that. I was watching somebody, I think I was watching the ID at Xbox stream. Uh, and I kept expecting something weird to happen. Uh, and it just never did. Um, it would make how a big lot. is the world in this? You know, I mean, they, there could be DLC and then something really weird could happen. Who knows? But I mean, it, I'm, I'm, we're watching the game as you're talking about it. And it looks like uh, one, the walking speed, I can confirm super slow. M- super maybe slow. that was her fast walk. Uh, still super <laughs> slow. Uh, the game looks like somebody played Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. and did one of those side quests where you have to deliver drugs in a box fan or something. And they're mm-hmm. like, this needs to be an entire game. Yeah, I got it. Ma- <laughs> mail delivery <laughs> around in the map is a big lake and you go around it and have like seven roads <laughs> that veer off. And it's like, this is a terrible map, but yeah. may- maybe it's fine to drive it. I don't know. Uh, the game looks great. I mean, if you're, if you're watching it, does it look like- good. It, it's real pretty. Uh, it's real fun. There's actually one section of the, the lake that is like backwoods. And there's like, I started to get scared. Like, I was like, I think I'm going to get capped. I, th- I think like someone's going to show up with like <laughs> I a hope chainsaw. I get capped. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get kidnapped or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like every time I was delivering stuff there, I was kind of like looking over my shoulder, just worried that somebody's going to come out of the woods and get me. Um, but yeah, but never happened never happened it's a relaxing game no matter what my mind was trying to make happen in the background it's a very relaxing game and and let me let me see if i got this right this is a 15 dollar game right uh, i think that's right uh i believe worth it. 20 sale what are your opinions on the, 20 the price versus the value oh yeah it is not worth 20 dollars in my opinion no. um, for how long you'll be playing it uh, and for the fact that you have to do three endings as an achievement hunter, I don't think it's worth the $20 uh, as someone who's just into a relaxing game. Maybe this is your style. You can go and play this multiple times, romancing this person or that person. You can um, take different options, choose to do different things. And I'm sure it changes the story a little bit. Um, I mean, there's this whole subplot going on in the background that has to do, I don't want to say, but there's, there's, I think there's other things going on in this game that I didn't see as an achievement hunter. But if you were going through and you were really just paying attention to the game, just kind of picking apart and like focusing on, okay, well, what am I going to do? Or how do I want to dig into this particular plot line? Like you probably could do some stuff. You probably find some other things going on that I wasn't really privy to. I just didn't catch on to it. Um, so $20, maybe if you're really just gonna, if this is your type of genre and you just want to pick it apart and go everywhere and do everything, I guess $20 is okay. But as an achievement hunter, I would wait for a sale, you know, five, 10, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I don't is. know why, but I've seen this game multiple times and I'm like, Oh, that's on game pass, but it's not on game pass. Cause it no. looks like Seem- the perfect, it game seems pass like game. a game pass game. <laughs> it feels like the type of game that will come to game pass. And it's weird how, you know, we think like that, like, okay, that, that one's going to be free here pretty soon. Yeah. I, I hope it'll be free pretty soon. Cause I think that's the most, that's how they can get the most people to try it. Um, is it ID at Xbox? It, it, well, it is, um, it is, it is and it's Whitehorn digital. Uh, so, I mean, it seems like they like are like, 
low percentage Game Pass. They did We Should Talk. I believe that was Game Pass. Um, none of their other stuff is, though. So Surprising. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, that just... This just looks like a Game Pass game. Actually, not, we, we Should Talk was not. My bad. I don't think any of their games have ever been Game Pass. Yeah. Like, you look at this and you just think, oh, this isn't going to get a lot of attention. Let's put it on Game Pass and, you know, several thousand people will play it. That's it's said, also just like... Go ahead. It just, it just looks like a good Game Pass game. Um, th- they do have games that go on sale a lot. So, I think you'll have no problem waiting for a sale probably relatively soon is my guess. Uh, so at least there's that to bank on. Yeah. That's a, that seems fair. We're just spoiled by Game Pass. All right. Uh, Corey, what game are you talking about? All right. So I haven't picked the game yet, but I played <laughs> two roguelikes. Roguelikes? Roguelikes? Roguelike. Let's go with that. Like. I think it's um, light, right? I think it's light. I think it's like. <laughs> like is like rogue, whereas light is it has elements of rogue. I don't know. One of them definitely said rogue like. Anyways, I'm gonna let you pick. Uh, you want to hear about a game leaving Game Pass or one that just got to Game Pass? Just uh, got to. Scorchbringer or Dandy Ace? Just got to Game Pass. I played Amaze a me. bit of both. <laughs> Oh, who boy. cares about what's leaving? What's coming in? All Tell right. me about why I should play it. All right. So Dandy Ace is a roguelike, as they uh, describe it in their description. And the most basic way to put it that would be true is that it is Hades is set in the magician world. Now, I haven't played enough of Hades to make that assumption uh, in, in my mind. Hold up. And so, Didn't you talk about this last week? It just came to Game Pass last week. That's what we talked okay, about. Okay, that's why I thought. Okay, continue. Yeah, it, it launched in the Game Pass. And, and anyways, um, I thought you so pulled it out. I'm kind of I'm going to bank on Koosh a little bit to see if uh, Hades really is kind of relatable. Uh, it's it's definitely Bruh. relatable in there that are it's no a, card tricks. It's no a card rogue, tricks it's a roguelike game where you're trying to get as far as you can in your run and. As you go through the run, you get different currencies, and that lets you upgrade uh, your, you know, your permanent upgrades and abilities or whatever. And yes. so the, and that that's the the crux of the game. Now the what makes it unique is they put this magician theme onto it, and your move set is determined by cards that you pick up. You have four slots at the beginning of each run. You're given one pink card, one blue card, and one uh, yellow card. Uh, your blue is your evasion skill, so you may just like uh, skip forward a little bit. You might blink, so you know if you can go through an enemy. Uh, that's in the first, or the, that's in whatever slot you pick. Another thing you can do is like pick whatever button you want to assign to it. Um, but you ha- you can have uh, that's the blue card. The yellow card is the kind of the ranged like heavy attack, uh, if you will, and then the blue card is your quick attacks that uh, are more spammable. And so you can have any combination of these cards. You can have four blue cards that are all evasion if you really wanted to and do very little damage. Um, That's totally up to you on how you want to stack your deck, you know, pun intended. What you can do 
Uh, on top of that is you can actually pick up uh, four more cards. Now, these cards, they all have their own abilities if you choose to use them. They all also have their own upgrade abilities. And so what that means is you can put any combination of card together. It could be a blue and a blue, blue and a yellow. It could be the exact same card. And whatever you put in the upgrade slot is going to do uh, something a little different. It might not have uh, uh, a certain number to it. So exactly, you have like a fire attack. If you choose to put that fire attack in your upgrade slot, whatever that main attack is now causes burn damage. So there's going to be a slow damage over time to it. And you can even put that stuff on uh, items like the evade. So every time you blink forward, you're leaving like a little fiery residue and you can kind of you know, burn people that way by zipping around the map. Um, as far as using those, they are they are all timed based, like, you know, just, you know, half a second or so. Uh, and it ranges. So you have to be a little strategic in how you do it. But you go through the maze and you have certain arenas where you cannot skip the, all the enemies. You have to defeat them all. And throughout the maze, you have treasure chests that give you more cards uh, and coins. And there's uh, sections where you can buy the cards that you may want to switch to. And they have different tiers and things like that. And you go through these different sections and fight bosses. And then you eventually get to the last boss. I believe there's probably a total of three bosses throughout the whole game like in one run. There are some branching paths that you can take once you find keys to unlock those gates. Um, but when you start the game off fresh, you are locked to one of those uh, routes until you find additional methods to get by. Uh, so that's kind of the game. As far as I know, Hades, it's very much like that. Um, you even This looks fantastic. You even start the run with the three cards, like I mentioned, but they're random. And it's kind of like Curse of the Dead Gods because I played that more. And this is where I don't know if Hades is similar. Those cards are random within the loot table that you have available to you. So in Curse of the Dead Gods, it may have been a strategy not to buy certain weapons because you could just buy like the default weapons that are there and just buy the really overpowered weapons and have more of a chance to get that. So it's kind of a strategy. And you can do that here because you pick what cards go into your loot table. Once you find the blueprint for that card, or you know, if I guess find the card in that case, then you are able to buy that card and it is now in your uh, RNG of being a starting card. Uh, the only cool. other thing that they do is uh, they, you find blueprints and if you survive that portion of the level, uh, and get to the safe area, um, you have unlocked that blueprint, and once you spend enough currency to buy it, uh, it turns into what's called a trinket, and those are just, one, like, they're not one-time use um, items to bring with you, but they only last for you uh, for that run, and uh, I believe right now, at least on mine, I can pick up to two. I don't know if that changes, but they, they do stuff like uh, start with... Uh, uh, more gold or something like that. Actually, that's not one. Uh, it's uh, you get like a, a one, a, like a second wind or something. If you go down, uh, different things like that that you can attach to you. But uh, I agree, Fufu. The game looks really good, very colorful. I like very. the magician theme to it. Um, there's not a whole lot of different enemies. Uh, like there's some palette swapped stuff going on, so it's a little light on that front. But I can I can pr appreciate 
what they are trying to do and trying to be unique. But I don't know if it's my favorite roguelike of, you know, the recent trend. This is something that I want to try, especially being on Game Pass now. Um, I think you said it was the trinkets that you got at the end or something like that. And that's kind of like your... Uh, they're like, like the they're thing that, tempor- that you they're keep- temporary upgrades. You you get them for that run. Okay, that's okay. I, I heard you wrong. All right. Well, in that case, the trinkets like or seem to be like the god power ups in Hades, where like a certain uh, god will appear and you can get some sort of a boost from them. Right, and like Hades is a little bit more like Curse of the Dead Gods, where you're picking your path. Uh, kind of as you're doing it, mm. and there are certain benefits to picking certain paths, right? You Like, there's a reward that you can pick. Uh, the paths that you pick in this game, uh, they don't really offer that. It's more to the tune of, there's probably certain blueprints that only appear certain areas, so you can farm for those. Uh, but some of the, the the first bosses that you get, you can kind of pick. And so that's the only reason I could see why you would really need to uh, be strategic about your path. Uh, otherwise, that's where it differs, I think, from Hades big time. I will say, I think I like the art way more in Hades. It's a, it's a little bit more comic booky. Um, this is more like, I, I don't know, like children's book-esque. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the best way I can think of to, to describe it. How's the achievements in this? Is this like a 200-hour completion? So like the achievements aren't too bad. Um, if you play through the game uh, all the way through, I don't. If you play through the game all the way through, you're going to get most of the achievements. Um, there are some for collecting, you know, every card, getting every uh, purchase. So there will be some grinding. Uh, but the good thing is, no matter how far you progress, you always 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 are progressing so even if you get just a right. 10 shards you can bank those um and put them in an upgrade you don't have to have all the shards at once to buy the upgrade which is good if it costs 150 and you got 30 this run you can put 30 in there and go on your way you can even put 10 on there and 20 in another um so that's kind of nice uh but playing through the game uh just normal will get you a, a good chunk of the upgrades um once you beat the game uh first uh, normal mode then you unlock hard mode enemies hit a little harder things like that there's an achievement for beating it there and then there's a uh, very hard mode as well so you do have to play through the game a good amount of times but with any roguelike you're gonna do that anyways Uh, there have already been seven completions i would have thought this would have been a lot longer of a game i don't know how much time they've spent into it but I've put in at least 10 to 15 hours. Uh, TA says 18 and that, you know, actually almost 19, but I don't think it's been quite that much active time. The people who have completed it range from 18 hours to 32 hours. So uh, you're looking at about 30 hours probably for this, which is not bad for a roguelike. Yeah, I see here right after Right after I asked you that, I see it's re- released on September 28th. So as of recording, it's been out for a week and we have seven people have completed. So it's definitely not like awful, crazy completion long. Correct. Yeah. And as far as like trying it out, 
Uh, you will get the first achievement pretty easily. So it, I think I probably got it at the end of my first run, um, if not during my first run. So if you want to try it out and you're skeptical, just try it on an alt tag. All right. Well, yeah, so when you die, what carries over? So the map consists of uh, spitballing here, I don't know, 10 to 12 uh, levels within the realm. Whatever you have at the end of a level, you get to keep. If you die mid-level before you hit the end of it and get to the next safe area, uh, you'll lose whatever you earned just then. And what carries over are the shards you get from random enemies uh, as, as well as your coins. You get coins that, that coins go towards the trinkets I mentioned. And then in the midst of the map that you're running to get to the end, uh, there'll be shops and you can use the coins there to buy specific cards. Um, otherwise everything else is RNG, whether you find it in a chest or not, the shops are the only way where you can be like, Ooh, I definitely want to pick that card. And so, um, you can use that there or at the safe areas when you respawn. Okay, got it. Cause, uh, so are you, are you going to save this for next year or are you going to keep playing it? I will probably save it. Uh, like I mentioned, it's not my favorite of the, the you know, the, the big three uh, that we've got recently. But I, I did I did enjoy it enough to want to go back to it. I haven't I haven't beat the first run yet, so I still have a normal run to go. But I will I will come back to it for sure. All right, final question. It's twenty bucks. Now, if it wasn't on Game Pass, what do you think about that price? I've been so bad about having an opinion on prices because I've been spoiled recently. Um. It's it's hard to say. I I don't think I would spend twenty on it, but I don't spend full price on anything uh, nowadays. Oh. <laughs> I don't shop now. Yeah, well, I mean, even just I I wait, always wait for a sale. Um, I think this one would be if it's twenty dollars normally. Uh, I would want a half off sale, but twenty five percent off at fifteen bucks probably isn't bad. You're gonna get your bunnies worth, I think, out of it even at 20, but there's better options out there for to, roguelike. To put it in perspective, Hades is 25. Is it really? Hades yeah. is only $25? Without yeah. even playing Hades, I would probably spend the extra $5. <laughs> I never would have thought that Hades was $25. I thought that was at least like a $40 game. That's crazy. That is so cheap for that game. Um, yeah. All right. What's that game called again? Dandy Ace. Dandy Ace. Okay. Yeah. My son and I just started up Hades. Actually, I think we're like two hours in and still haven't gotten an achievement. <laughs> You're doing it a little wrong. Maybe. Wait. Maybe. I know in what the first. I know uh, what the first achievement did... is. But we've there's uh... two super obvious easy achievements to get. Oh really? Oh yeah. Did you pet Have the you dog? looked at the list? Yeah, we pet just... we we pet Cerberus. Did you pet the dog twenty times? Oh no, ten times. No. I think it's only ten. <laughs> it's only ten. ten times. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. 
Did you beat up Skelly? Who? <laughs> Skelly. Training no, dummy. we didn't look at the list. I just looked at it right now to see what the lowest ratio was. It looked like beating the first uh, area or first boss. Yeah, so my favorite part about the game so far is how when you die, you still not only progress with keeping your stuff, but you progress in the story also. Yes. It's really cool. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, and it's that a rogue light. Definitely and it's definitely unique. Yeah. And it's a rogue light, Corey. Rogue like is when you die, you just start from scratch. You don't. I'm telling um, you, this they, the dev description says rogue like. I'm going yeah, off that. They're all light, unless you of start over. It's a you rouge go, light. You have to go based off TA. TA is king. It's a rouge light. Then everything's um, action, action adventure. Yeah, as soon as I started Hades, I was like, uh, this, this looks like Bastion. And the music sounded like Bastion, and it looked like Bastion. I'm like, oh, Do wait. Do you listen to our podcast? No. Oh, okay. Because when you start talking about a game that I want to play, I tune you out, Nate. You see? Oh. And so we did. But uh, yeah, it's from the people that made Bastion, Super Giant. <laughs> <laughs> that game is typically like $3. <laughs> Another yeah, great game. Hades has like 20,000 lines of dialogue. Oh my god, it's so good so far. Yeah, and my All right, I don't I don't want to rehash Hades. I know. I just wanted to right say now. one thing. We we could talk about it more later later, but just real quick, like the more you go every single time you die and come back, talk to everyone cuz they're always going to say something different. It yes. is so good. Yes, that's what I was going to say. That's my favorite part so far. God, I got to play that more. Um, but I was going to say, my son is familiar with all the uh, the mythology because he ah. reads uh, and watches the Percy Jackson series. Anyone familiar with oh, those? Oh, that just makes it even better. Yeah. So I was like, how do you know? He's like, yeah, he's like, that's <laughs> Artemis, Dad. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> yeah. So he's teaching me stuff. So it's been fun to play and to watch him play. Sounds okay, like you no need to get uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's probably a good yeah. Christmas present. You're welcome. Yeah. Nice <laughs> 80 hours you can play that for. 80 to 100. Well, that's what Hades is. There's that. Hades is 200 plus. I didn't know it, Phoenix no, Rising was like 80 to 100. No. Uh, it's, it's a bunch. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, L, what other games have you been playing besides Hades? Um, I've been playing a lot of stuff. You know, you like when I talk about a lot of stuff, right? Good. Totally. Good. Um, I had uh, Michelle and her brother over this weekend, and we did some stuff. I'll just quickly talk about, uh, remember our old friend Cake Bash? I just wanted to say that... Um, Never heard of her. That they helped me complete that game. So I have the completion in Cake Bash now. I was, hey. uh, I was afraid of the... The, remember the campfire one where you have to uh, get 100% on the marshmallow? Yes. Uh, yeah, so I was afraid. You have to do that three times in one uh, in one game. But uh, I did it, and I was like, all right. So one thing to note if you're playing Good in job, Cold- Michelle. <laughs> Michelle helped me plenty, but I did that one. But then uh, in the next game we played, she wound up doing it too. So I guess it's not that difficult. Um, when you're playing in co-op, you can o- in local co-op, only uh, one player gets the achievements, unfortunately. But if, but if anybody does the stuff, it counts for that that logged in profile. If you know what I'm trying to say. 
So, like, say no. she had done the three marshmallows, I would have gotten the achievement, uh, like, because it's whoever's logged in. Um, now, what if she got one oh, and you got two? Then would that would not. No, that would not count. And we actually okay. there was this. Oh, cat, that's you know, the, uh, there's a caterpillar achievement where you have to get three heads of the caterpillar. We tried doing um, one each, but no, it had to be the same person getting all three. So we did try that stuff. So thank you to Michelle for help with that. If you have uh, three or four controllers handy, it makes it even better. But that one is also playable online. So that's that's perfect. Cake Bash, I always give CodeSync their props for that one. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the next thing we did was... Nice. Um, on the Better Completions Matter, there's a mini UHH going on in there. And Michelle wound up with Mist on her list, and she's never played Mist. Now, I don't want to get too much into that again, because uh, I'd actually would love if she was on this episode to get her opinions on, but um, I will say that she's usually pretty good at puzzle games, and she was like, uh, yeah, what do I do? And we were like, I don't know. I'm going to go get get up the, uh, the little hint guide and uh, <laughs> say what to do. Um but I will say the one big difference from the old 1993 version is there's uh, the the FMV scenes are now replaced by by cartoon guys and they're not as cool. That's weird. Yeah. So there must be some sort of like um... the resolution was just. I don't know. I, forget. Obviously... I can't think of what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's 1993 FMV, so they just replaced those guys with, with. What am I trying to think of? Computerized, CGI. Yeah, that CGI. <laughs> Computerized <laughs> graphic things. <clears throat> so, uh, there's two ways you could play. It's the old version where you could just look up the answers, or the new randomized uh, version where it's random. You can't just look up the answers. You need to know how to solve the puzzles. Uh, so we just did the old version. So she wound up getting all the achievements except for two or three because you need to beat it on the randomized version. And there's that uh, two-minute speed run. Did we talk about two the two-minute speed run on uh, <laughs> on the show? I don't think we did. I, I you mean like... beat the entire game in two minutes? You have to be – yes. You can, you can get the good ending within two minutes if you know what to do. And a lot of people did this on the computer version because you could use the mouse. And you could also plug the mouse into the Xbox. But Michelle persevered and did it on the controller. And Interesting. It basically, basically, you have to run and hit a bunch of levers, which is the hardest part because the controls are eh. And then you need to uh, wind a clock. And you have to use the right stick to do it instead of the left stick. So that's weird. And then you put in the fireplace combo, and you're good. Um, but you got that done. So... Yeah, next time she's hopefully she does a segment on the show where she talks about her experience with it. And then the last thing we did was the uh, Caddy and Batty game, Caddy and Batty the Spirit Guide, which is a local co-op game from Sometimes You. Yeah. <laughs> Not colorful. It is not colorful. Oh, it God, is black is and it is, it is black and white. Uh, the object is basically uh, it's kind of tower defensey. The um, characters come out 
All right. Uh, I'll wait for you to boot up a level to try to explain it. Um, <laughs> basically, the characters come out of this uh, portal or a hole, and you need to get them into the exit. And um, I started playing with Michelle's brother, and we just kept putting down boxes to try to uh, wherever the, the guys went until Michelle grabbed the controller, and she did it just like you're seeing in this video where you she, you put down, like, infinite boxes, and it makes it even easier. Um, I will say one compliment I could pay to the game is that after a while, I didn't even remember that it was just in black and white. We were just having fun playing. Um, if you're playing alone, you could just toggle between the two characters because they all have their own abilities. Um, so this, this is like anti-tower defense. You're just leading yes. the guys into the into the exit. Jeez. So that's kind of like lemmings. I know Kush will know lemmings. Lemming, is... Lemmings was like that, right, Nate? Uh, yeah, Lemmings was all about yeah, just you, uh, you had to forcing them along a path, changing the path to make them go where you wanted them to go. And eventually, yeah, they would try to kill themselves, but you would try to make them go get to the exit. Right, yeah, they would just go. Thank you. It doesn't seem like a bad game. Yes. So as the levels go, they add new elements. Um. You know, new mechanics. And okay, Michelle is saying in Lemmings you just you would pass if only one guy survived, and in, in this game you need to make sure they all get in. But there's no there's no real dying or anything like that. You just you're just playing. It's very kitty. Not to be <laughs> kitty, kitty. Ah, kid, I see what kid, you did there. Kitty friendly. Uh there's a story in between each level. There's there's cutesy dialogue and yeah, so the game is is five bucks. I think it's on an introductory sale for four bucks. I would pick it up if you're if you have a kid at home to play this with. You could introduce them to a game, you know, it's like an introductory strategy game. And uh, yeah, so this is the an video interesting that video. We They're just going crazy. Is titled uh, "Caddy and Batty Full Completion in Ten Minutes." Well, if you want to follow the video and put the boxes exactly where they do, and you could do that. Yeah. I yeah. think we did it in like an hour. That's the best way to do it. It's not a long game either way. So and there's it no, doesn't look like it would be. There's no crazy achievements. You just They're all just progression-based. And there's 30 levels. Oh, that's a weird color. Yeah. And to note, it uh, comes out on October 13th. So you got a week before it comes out. But hmm. uh, it is a uh, it, it's a stack. There's t there's two versions of this game. Really? Did you know that L? Yes, Xbox no. One version and a series version. And oh, is that one? I think colorful. It's, it's a sometimes you a deal. Yes, uh, I I think it's a sometimes you deal. I've not done it, so I can't say the details exactly, but. Uh, they've been doing this with a couple of their games, and I believe if you buy the Xbox One version, the series version like gets you some kind of extra discount. Don't quote me on that, but like do your research. But you, like Elle said, it's four bucks as this introductory price. Which one did I play? Like October thirteenth. <laughs> you played the series version. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> of course. Yeah. So uh, it at at the most. 
for a cool $8, you can have two easy completions, 2,000 gamer score under your belt with this puzzle game. But yeah. Oh, weird. Look at that. It's a stack. I knew that. So when you said stack, I just assumed win 10. I didn't think series. Mental Knight yeah. asked if the stack is white and black. Uh, well, I guess it, it would be. White, black, and gray. <laughs> gray scale. Yeah, I don't like watching it like this. It's it's fun to figure it out yourself. I know some people will just do this to do it, but at least try get it yourself. In, get out. 10-minute guide. Uh, not for puzzle games. Fine. All right. Well, that's well, we enjoyed. We enjoyed Caddy and Batty. And those are all the cool. crazy games that I played. All right. Well, that's a good game that's on a sale right now. Other games that are on sale. Sale. L, you got anything? Uh, I don't think so. All right. It's, it, because- <laughs> it was one of those crazy ones with like 500 things on sale. I was like, uh, nope. All right. Just because there's nothing on a dock doesn't mean that you didn't have something. So I had that's to ask. absolutely correct. Uh, Corey? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's kind and of I- an old suggestion. Spyro Trilogy, uh, $14. You cannot beat this. this. That's 30 hours of pure enjoyment for $14. Spyro Trilogy. Buy it. Absolutely agree with that. And that probably has some decent TAD in there, too. Last I remember, it was like, I don't know. Well, no, it was 3,000 gamer score. Yeah, it's 3,000 gamer score. Yeah, I don't remember the TA at this point. but Uh, I'll look it up real quick. If they had a stack of this game, uh, I would would buy it instantly. 100% I'd buy it. That's that's an instant buy. Yeah, it's got twenty two hundred uh, TAD. So wow, probably all on Spyro three. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not that's not a surprise because most people went, oh, I'm gonna play them in order and then stop halfway through or don't feel like finishing the flights or something like that. So yeah, this is a not a difficult completion whatsoever. I totally back him up on this one. That's a great game. Three great, great games. Uh, Nate, what you got? Does Spyro well, have any co-op? I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you... I was just curious no, if Spyro no had co-op. any co-op. Okay. The later installments did, but not the original trilogy. Okay. I think my daughter would like this game, but okay. Carry on. I'll send you the link for one that's on the 360 that has okay, cool. co-op. Thank you. Thanks for asking. I was going to say, uh, there's 500 <laughs> games on the list, so let's get started. Uh, the first game of 500 is Dog Duty. It's $2 oh. down from 20 It is strategy in real time. Ew. Now, the thing that drew me to it was obviously the savings. Uh, that was huge, $2 down from 20 uh, This is a minimalistic squad-based tactical game, uh, and it reminds me of, like, Commando uh, or Commandos or Tiny Troopers. Um so if you enjoyed Ooh. those games, uh, you might want to check this out. It, it doesn't look bad. And I think the music actually was kind of interesting uh, in the gameplay that I was watching as I was researching. This could be a hidden gem. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best game in the world, but it, <laughs> I think it's definitely worth $2. Uh, next game, Close to the Sun. $9 down from 25 It is Action Adventure. Um, and basically the achievements are for completing chapters. So you'll get uh, an achievement as you go chapter by chapter. Uh, collectibles, getting all the co- uh, collectibles chapter by chapter. There's an achievement for each of those. There's a three-hour speedrun achievement. 
but apparently that can be done in an hour and 30 minutes. So it's very uh, lax, uh, the timer. And there's a no death run as well. Um, and I, the solution had something about the no death run. I think maybe you can dashboard. I'm not positive, uh, but it looked like it wasn't so bad. I think um, because you can do it in an hour and 30, I I think that's what it said. I think the dashboard didn't work, but it only takes you an hour and 30. And really there's only a couple sections you had, you had to worry about. So I think it wasn't too bad. Um, and it looks horror-ish. So maybe this is a good, you know, sa uh, sale game for this month, the spooky, spooky month. Uh, and finally, the last one I was looking at was Relicta. $5 down from 20. This is a puzzle first person puzzler. Uh, it looks a little bit like, um, uh, portal-ish or some of those portal clones it's 1390 gamer score because of two title updates uh and you're basically weird. Just, yeah <laughs> right very weird uh, and you're basically just using physics-based powers uh, or physics-based puzzle solving um to you know solve all these puzzles uh there is no walkthrough on ta uh however you will be able to find walkthroughs uh elsewhere on the internet and certainly on steam now so. the question we are all wondering because i know only i know why it made your list Do dog duty can you pet the dog <laughs> I, I don't think there is a dog uh in, in dog. the gameplay that i saw was there a dog i always think of it as a platformer and i click on it every time and it says real-time strategy i'm like nope exit out <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny because I thought it was a platformer too, and I didn't click on it. Had I clicked on everything, but real time strategy, I would have clicked on it. Yeah, it's a real time strategy, but there's no way to stop time. Well, obviously, because it's real time strategy. But normally, those types <laughs> of games, you'd think, oh, I can choose to either play, you know, with no time stopping, or I can, you know, give orders and then hit play. Um, this one is no, it's it's like Tiny Troopers, very much like it. You can use All cover, right. and it, it definitely looks more than than uh, it, it's more involved than it looks. Like if you watch the gameplay at the very first level, most people just kind of run through it. But there's like a zip line that you can take down to a turret, and the turret helps you take out all these bad guys. So I think that the more you play it, the more you discover about the game. So uh, check it out. I mean, if, if that sounds at all interesting, you definitely should uh, check it out because I think there is something there. Can you pet yeah. the duty? <laughs> Gross, Al. There are a lot of games, uh, I, even a couple that we've mentioned way before, uh, long time, you know, many times. Shady Part of Me, uh, yeah. Bard's Gold. I got both of those. Uh, check the sale out. Tons of stuff on sale. Uh, a lot cool. of repeats that you might have missed, uh, but a lot of lowest prices too. Where is my artifacts games? They need to go back on sale. For three seventy four, yeah. So I just look. I just sent you that link to the Spyro co-op game, and I look over. It's not backwards compatible. So All right, let back me, to what we were saying. Let me, let me look I'm at this link. Whoa! This game. Stop sending me dirty links. You know what is backwards compatible? Games with gold. Some they have to be contractually. Okay. Yeah, sure. They, they do. All right. So available now. Uh, Arrow is available all month. Have you played that yet? That I have not. Please play it. I'm I'm going to. We should have played you... that for the stream game. Now that I think about it. Oh, we should have did that. You know what? I think we even talked about this last week that we were going to put that that would be the stream game. 
Is zero Doesn't dynamic? Sound like something we could possibly forget. <laughs> Hus forget now. Seven days ago. No, way too long. Um, and then the 360 game that is backwards com- compatible, Castlevania Harmony of Despair. That is available until the 15th. And then, if you don't, uh, also some free-ish games. We have some, a bunch of games that came to uh, Game Pass. The first being, which is available now, if you're listening, uh, or if you're w- listening with us in Twitch chat, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. That's available on the cloud, console, and PC. If you're listening to this the day it Tab. drops. Huh? Tabs. Yes. That's what If Nate you're listening has. to this podcast <laughs> the day it drops, <laughs> um, the Procession to Calvary and Visage is available on cloud, console, and PC. Next Tuesday, October 12th, probably the biggest game of the month, Back for Blood. I can't wait to jump into this day one on October. Wait, no, I can't because Prue is doing something stupid like going to visit his girlfriend in Nebraska or something. He's going to hold our Thursday night crew up. We can play with Adam. Just don't tell him. He doesn't listen to this. Call. Okay. And also uh, on actually, October actually, 12th. I, yeah, I want to play Back for Blood, but nobody wants to play in my group. What? Including that backstabber Prue. What? So I'll be Prue. You call me up that day. All right. Next Thursday. Deal. There we go. That was easy. Uh, <laughs> He's choosing Nebraska over us. So yeah, he deserves to be left out. Let's do it. All right. Who and does- also October 12th, <laughs> Destiny 2 Beyond Light is available on the PC. What's that? Um, it's some sort of DLC. I don't play Destiny 2. Oh, good. Smart. Expansion. I've had enough Destiny after one. Yep. Uh, October 14th, Ring of Pain is available on cloud, console, and PC. Another rogue-like. Like. Stop it. Thing is Stop like, it. But it's with cards. Interesting. Card-based battling. And Riftbreaker is available on cloud, console, and Xbox Series X and S, so not Xbox One. That Tower one Defense. has a stacked list as well, I believe. Okay, so it is Xbox One. And it's Tower Defense. No, 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 no. Or just Windows cloud, or... and Series stack. Okay. And October 15th, The Good Life on cloud, console, and PC. Ooh. Which has dogs. Is that that uh, Ooh, TV dogs? show? It's a swirry game, right? It is a swirry game. It is a swirry game. Swirry, swirry. Yeah. It's a what? It's a guy that does really weird games. And surprise, it's a really weird game. Yeah. D- didn't he do. Um, he-, he did Wait, one that did. Walk and Talk did. about. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Wait. Um, uh, oh, a shadow. No, something Die. The, the D4 game. The Dreams Die. Yeah. There was another Dark one. Dark Dreams recent. Don't Die. That's the one. Yeah, there's another more recent one, but I, I'm Wait, almost this positive a... he got like called out on our show. It was by Kronos or Waka or both. He didn't do Soma, right? I don't know. It doesn't seem like his style, but uh, I could be wrong. This is a simulation game. 
Well, don't trust the, the genres on TA yeah. within the first two weeks of a game's launch. Definitely not pre-launch. All I want. I don't think we really know what this game's about, just to put that out there. Uh, the Missing. That's what is the more recent sweary game. All right. Oh. And a couple of games that are leaving Game Pass on October 15th. No. Goner 2, Katana 0, Scourgebringer, and Tales of Vesperia HD. All of them are leaving Game Pass, so all right. hurry up and finish them. Real quick, because uh, you guys voted for Dandy Ace. Uh, I have been playing Scourgebringer. Look at the uh, list on TA. There's a lot of TAD, and there is an assist mode. Only probably two achievements require skill. Um, you can get the, the vast majority very easy. Look into it if that's what you're into. Right. Well, there you go. Quick completion. Quick edge completion. How long will it take? The estimates are about 10 hours. Um, I left my console on, so I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but 10 hours probably sounds right. All right. I've got, I got most of it in like two days. And it's the perfect game because of assist mode where you can do other stuff and watch other stuff while you play it. <laughs> Like The Office. Or Hot Ones. All right. I'm still on Hot Ones. Oh, okay. I just watched the Hot Ones. Uh, Nate, you would actually want this one. Derek Lewis was on it. I watched that. Uh, okay, yeah. Who? He's a UFC fighter. He's my favorite UFC He's fighter. That dude's guy. hilarious. Big men. Little clothes. Hit other Penn. men. All right. Let's get into coming real soon. Corey, tell us about the, ga- the best game that is coming. All right, so I am most excited for, and again, last week was a big week. This week's a big week. Uh, Huge that, that's week. the rest of the year. Back for Blood's coming out. Game Pass Day yes. 1. Um, it's basically Left for Dead 3. Uh, there's campaign and online co-op up to four people. Uh, there's some kind of multiplayer. I have not really dug into that one, so I don't know how it works with, you know, you could be the survivor or a monster. I'm not sure. Anybody know? I have no idea. I stay away from games that I'm really excited for. I just jump in blind. Yeah. So I've done that mostly for this one. I I looked up a a little bit of gameplay before uh, today for the show just to make sure that's the one I wanted. And it looks good, looks quality. Uh, I think it's going to look really good on the Series X. And yeah, that's going to be here next Tuesday. And we're going to play next Thursday. I'm going to wait for the call from you guys. I will be Prue. You know what I mean? Talk like Prue. I'll talk like Prue. Ah, my you got to take really lots of bath breaks. <laughs> have a squeaky, squeaky toy in the what background. The you hell have to squeak is going on? <laughs> <laughs> We're replacing Prue with Corey so we can play on Thursday. Oh, thank God. I mean, honestly, I'd rather play Back for Blood next Tuesday instead of record a podcast. Wait, why not both? <laughs> because <laughs> we take a very long time to record this podcast uh let's see who's next oh you're next on the on coming real soon me can you hear me yes yes only saucy can't hear me <laughs> what's no he always tells the truth about never, whether you can hear never me or listen not to saucy <laughs> all right my game 
is the suddenly coming to Xbox Disco Elysium. I've been hearing a lot about this game since uh, 2019 on the PlayStation platforms and Steam. Um, this, when I watched the video for it, it looked kind of confusing, but you know, I'm just old and like my RPGs to be linear and I don't like skill trees and different paths, but uh, it looks like you're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal and a whole city to carve your path across, interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes, become a hero or an absolute disaster of a human being. How could you not want to play after reading that? I don't know. You're a detective suffering from alcohol and drug-induced amnesia on a murder case. Like, that's just amazing. Wow. Okay, then. I've, I've heard had, a lot of good stuff about this. It's a, it, yeah, it's just dialogue-heavy gameplay, so I don't know. Hopefully the actual gameplay is good. If there's anyone in chat that uh, has played it, let me know. Oh, KT Echo says there's a lot of reading in the game. Okay, the reading is fine. I like reading. I don't like disco so much, but can't have everything. But anyway, yeah, that also drops on the same day that is Back for Blood. Um, yeah. That's kind of a bold move to drop a game on the same day as Back for Blood. I mean, like, I, there's a lot of heavy hitters that are coming now. competition. I mean, I'm not sure if it's the same audience necessarily, but... <laughs> I think it's a little different. Yeah. It's definitely different, but still, like... What you mean to a say lot is, of people how like dare Left you launch a game that, uh, at the same time as another big hitter Game Pass game, title uh, Independent launches but i think the disco fans will will shell out for it oh i'm sure they would yeah oh i'm sure there's lots of people that are going to jump into it but at the same time like back for blood is, is going to be a massive game and you know both coming well is disco coming to back no disco's not coming to game pass back for blood is so i have disco, a random question for you guys go ahead if you didn't have a group of four to play Back for Blood or Left for Dead back yes. in the yes. day, would you and jump yes. in and play with randoms? No. No. I play by myself. <laughs> by myself no. with you, myself. Well, you I would can't play, play by, by myself yourself. for a little bit and then jump in with my, the randoms. But you can't. Oh, by yourself with the bots? Yes. Oh, come on. Pale's here. I don't want to experience a game with random people the first time through. That's No, awful. like if you didn't have a group and you didn't have friends <laughs> i would do I would, I would play with randoms i mean i'm pretty I would sure still i play played with left bots dead first. with bots plenty right. of times. i would play with randoms i would play with bots first then jump in okay with randoms and especially because i've played thousands of hours on left for dead and one and two i know how randoms play because they, i am one of those people i'm a troll but the ai I was to terrible kill you I remember it does, the AI is terrible. I'm worse. Oh, that's true. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to shoot the car alarm to make the horde come, then hit you with a Molotov cocktail and watch them eat your your body. Th- to be fair, you would do that in a group too <laughs> that you knew. <laughs> that's what he's saying. This is what you've signed up for, Corey. Like okay. this, he invited you. This is what he's going to do, and you said yes. Is he gonna going to try to skeptical Mario me? He's going to do that. Yes, okay. I have never done that to skeptical Mario. <laughs> Before you jump on the boat, he, he will kneecap his, you. He doctors his gifts. See, I mean, yeah, th- okay, that's I guess 
Nate's right. That's fair warning. Like now, I want to El- challenge him in that. <laughs> El Michelle and Prue know what they're signing up for playing with me. They know I'm going to troll them. You mean Corey. I'm going to troll you? I might not do it on the first time through because I don't know where like the car alarms and stuff like that. I don't know all the mechanics. But as soon as I know what I'm doing, I'm going to troll you. Just oh so boy. you know, I play the same way. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta stream it. That's gonna be so much fun. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I, I am so much. I am so so looking forward to this game. Does, um, J- does Jables get mad at you? Cut it out. No, 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 no everybody's <laughs> cool. Uh, but right. I, I am the one to run ahead, so I'm usually like me or Prue. In Borderlands, it was I can me. See like that. the ascent, like Prue's ahead of me half the time. And Kronos is still loading in. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's so bad. Like we we have there's an art to playing with non-series Xboxes mm. in these in these online games. <laughs> uh, for the ascent, like we all load. I'll in just first. step aside. We all load in first because we can get in at about five to ten seconds, and then I invite Kronos, who's on Xbox One X, and <laughs> he'll pop in. Where we where we see him, but he is either in a black screen or constantly falling through the map. But at least we can start to play. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if if we get him in the party before the game loads, we all sit in the loading screen, and no joke, it could be five minutes or more. Oh my god, that is awful. I don't know why the ascent has as good of reviews as it does. They must have played single player. The online co-op, co-op has been nothing but miserable. But I digress. That's, that's bad. I wonder if he could try the xCloud version. I know you guys are done with it, but I wonder if that would uh, We're not done with it. Um, that is an interesting... Yeah, we'll try that. I'll, yeah. I'll bring it up. But okay. since Prue's out for the next two weeks, we won't see them each other for three weeks. We'll see then. Hmm. All right, so Nate, what game do you want to talk about? Well, I, w- I was going to talk about the good life because there's dogs you could pet, but then I saw <laughs> it was going to Game Pass, and I figured, well, that's that's too much coverage. So instead, I'm going to talk about a so memoir back for below. Blood. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, on Tuesday, October 12th, uh, nothing else is going on, so you might as well play a memoir blue. Um, this is uh, <laughs> interesting games from a developer publisher. I say, sorry, it's from a publisher that we love, Annapurna Games, and uh, their uh, propaganda here says a song from years ago triggers a flood of memories for champion swimmer Miriam. Embark on an evocative journey through her turbulent childhood and the complicated relationship she shared with her devoted mother. Um, so, and it, uh, it's in a unique aesthetic combining hand drawn and three D art brings Miriam's magical realist journey to life as she swims into the depths of her memories. Series of gameplay vignettes blend sacrifice and heartbreak with victory and pride as she reconnects with her inner child and deepens the love she shares with her mother. It's uh, We saw a teaser of this, and the art style is super cool. It's um, a mixed media where I think the current day is in, like, 3D, really pretty, just kind of walking around normal, but, like... Her memories are in hand-drawn art style, and they exist in the exact same place. So when she's remembering something, she's kind of walking with her younger self, uh, who's a cartoon. Uh, It looks super cool. 
Uh, this is going to be loaded with feels. I'm pretty sure. Um, it looks it, like it. Yeah. So I don't. Ex- I don't expect amazing gameplay, but I do expect an, a different experience. The last two games uh, from Annapurna for me have been. Um, you know. You know. I really liked uh, Twelve Minutes. I thought that was a great game. Um, the other game I'm blanking on the name wasn't as great. Uh, that was the, uh, the one where you're running around jamming on your guitar the whole time. Um, the escape, the great something escape. Artful escape. Yeah. Artful escape. Thank you. Did not love that. Uh, I'm hoping that this is more, um, more favorable to me. I hope uh, I'm really hoping it's not like the artful escape and hoping that the, uh, the story is more interesting and somehow the gameplay doesn't take away from that, unfortunately, like the Artful Escape did. Uh, and yeah, man, it's co- it's coming to Game Pass, so you don't have to uh, spend a buck. You can just try it out. Even better. This is totally an eight game. It looks cool. I'm very interested in seeing, you know, I always like Annapurna. I like to check them out. Uh, even if I don't think I'm going to enjoy it, I still want to check it out because they do interesting things. All right. Fufu um, doesn't have a game, right, Fufu? No, I was I <laughs> I was busy today. I didn't get a chance to look through the list. Uh Koosh pointed it out. Also comes out on uh Tuesday. His uh a game called Monster Crown. I just want to put it out there. I sent you the link, Fufu, uh, if you wanted to look at it. Uh and I'm only putting it out there because I know we have some fans. I know Fufu would be a fan. It looks like Pokemon, like like, you know, leaf. Well, what's the first color Pokemon? Like, multicolored. Was that uh, silver? Uh, Gold, you silver? Mean Gen 2? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, you. first it one. Probably. Was... It's, it's probably gold and it's silver. Like you're that. thinking of. Red and blue. It's like that. Yeah, this this is Pokemon. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching a trailer now that you're saying, it. yeah, this is just Pokemon. It's just reskinned. <laughs> like, there's even buildings that look like the gyms from pokemon yep and in like the the hillside and the mountains and the bridges I, i'm buying this game i think thank you Koosh. monster crown no problem once again the game i'm not going to talk about yeah i couldn't <laughs> i had to do it all right uh up next let's get into some contests nate why don't you give us a rundown the gamer tag challenge all right so september is over our gamer tag patron uh, was the Alpha Seagull. Uh, we don't have to go over what his uh, wild card and bonus were. Um, we had 23 participants. We had 11 completions. We had two wild cards. And we had 117 bonuses total for a total of 484 draws. Uh, our top three bonus scores were Toby Lin and Chewy with 18, uh, Northern Lass with 20, and Elephalette 77 with 33. And our winner... Nice. Me. With the completion and one wild card is guaranteed to not be L. It is Saucy Slingo, and that's got to hurt. What? What? Oh. What? Just give it to yeah. me. Hold up, hold up. Just give it recount. to me. Recount. <laughs> I demand a L. recount. It's not L, and to add uh, insult to injury, it is Saucy Slingo. Oh, God. Ah. I know that's going to hurt L more. That's got to be fake All news. I have to there, say to that. I demand a recount. It can't be Saucy. Saucy oh, doesn't win. All I have to say to that is Patriots suck. <laughs> Brady, own them. 
Well, now that fun fun is over, let's talk about October. In Gee, October, geez, our patron gamer tag is Legohead nineteen seventy seven, and he has chosen as as his wild card game anything in the Bioshock series. He's a team player. He wants to uh, have synchronicity with all the other stuff going on. Uh, and his bonus is ooh, scary, scary achievements that have <laughs> horror related words. Example: horror, blood, scream, unobtainable. Just kidding. Uh, and those are all worth ah. one bonus draw per unique. Uh, variants are not allowed. So um, scary and scared, uh, that would count as one. You can only use it one time. If you have any questions, Aww. go to the, the channel and we'll answer them there. There will definitely be questions about if a word is acceptable or not, and that's part of the fun. So just jump in channel and uh, uh, just razz me, I guess. Just ask him lots of questions. He likes yes. lots of questions. Love it. <laughs> All right. And for this month, we have our Patreon drawing. And the lucky winner for the Patreon is none other than Jamie Smith, who has no Discord handle, so we don't know what their gamer tag is. Oh, awesome. Yay, Jamie Smith. But we thank <laughs> so, you for your support. That's we definitely very much thank you for your support. Someone's real name. Definitely. Yeah, he wanted a few people to get your real name read out loud. So, go ahead and contact one of us through TA or preferably to Discord, oh, discord.io oh, uh, slash H101. Oh, Saucy says that he's Jamie Smith. <laughs> you know, Saucy, you can just double your patron. You don't have to be a different person. <laughs> the one time he was funny. Oh, wait. Uh, shocking. Is There's this more? a relative of yours, Nate? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yes. You, at one point in time, if you trace it far enough back, sure. <laughs> Let's go to Ancestry.com and we'll look it up. All right. Well, let's get into Brad Camp. Corey, take it away. Okay. Four completions. Very small this week for the big milestones of 650 completions with Big L. And then Wacapel is the staff. Yay. Brad Camp. Buddy. Nine Hundred completions. Yeah, Waka, love you, buddy. In ratio, AS Unknown One has reached a milestone with a TA ratio of two point two. Two streaks. Wow. Ross 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 is currently on a two-year achievement win streak. Uh, Aftos and AS Unknown One are currently on fifty-day win streaks. Gray Shark is on a hundred-day. Uh, ben L seventy-two, two hundred days. Jeremy DJ seven hundred fifty days. And Biggle is currently on a 3,200-day achievement win streak. Nuts. Damn, Al. In gamer score, Crazy Catman has hit 450,000 gamer score. Dude with the face, 750,000 gamer score. And Unky Tim Fu, 950,000 gamer score. Almost that big 1 million. In leaderboards, Heizo is now in the top uh, 20 of the USATA leaderboard for card and board. Cerebral Assassin is in the top five of the North Carolina TA difference leaderboard for point and click. Fluttery Chicken is in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for survival. High Road for two is now in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for skateboarding. Nightwolf is now in the top 20 of the USA TA Difference Leaderboard for Vayners and in the top 50 of the overall TA Difference Leaderboard. Very nice. Rocker Dude is now in the top 1,000 of the TA Leaderboard for Rogue Light. Corey. 
Sorry, Rouge-like. Rucker Dude is also in the top five of the Tennessee True Achievement Leaderboard for skateboarding, which is very difficult to say. And I wasn't even playing skateboarding games this week. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just about to ask you why you're playing. I think, <laughs> uh, I, I guess. I'm sure there was a genre wasn't... change yeah. Uh, yeah. somewhere. I'm guessing the that Skateboard didn't have the genre <laughs> at first, and it just got it, I guess. In Bragg's, Hawkeye Barry completed Zombie Army 4. Very nice. OG True Gaming completed Nexoman. He was the 99th person to do so. Prue completed Fable 2 after 13 years, uh, which, oh, is, which is why we will not play with him since it takes him so long to complete games. And uh, our very own Corey was the first person to complete a Juggler's Tale. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't want to tell us jugs. about it. <laughs> I, I wrote Sea Jugs. You <laughs> that's your new name is Sea Jugs. Yeah, so I think I was really number two. Oh, really? I, I meant, yeah, I mentioned last week how the list was like not being shown, so I thought I had it. Turns out I did, but I, I, I guess I scanned in first. Uh, somebody has like a timestamp of the night before, so like in the leaderboard, I'm number two. But the notification on the friend feed says number one. And uh, something else happened. Uh, P Tart showed that she got an achievement in gems called By the Beard of Zeus for reaching 50,000 total underworld renown. Do you have any oh, idea wow. what this is, Kenny? Oh, yes. That it, is a pain in the ass achievement. Isn't looks that like a brand new title update? Looks like she was the first? Yeah. Brand oh, new title first? update. Came out t- today. It's only worth 12,000 hours. If not more. I mean, that's not a surprise. That's... Oh my god, that's several hundred hours is alone. Is that retroactive? That yes. The 72 right, people well. have it. Okay, it just so, came out. Okay, so. She probably Good was job, one of the first to log in and get it. Well, she plays like 45 minutes a day on that game, so. I mean, plain and tall, she loves that game. You, If you <laughs> want to complete that game, you've... Very nice. Have to put in th- uh, over a thousand. She's hours. never heard of Sarah Plain and Tall. How do you go through life being named Sarah and never heard of Sarah Plain and Tall? How? To be fair, I've never heard of it either. I have no idea. Your name's not about. Sarah, though. Good point. And that we know of. It would be like if you never heard of Corey from Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, I love Corey. See what? What's Boy Meets World? There it is. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it at least. I didn't. Uh, I mean, what? All right. Let's get out of here and get on to some ducky races. So, as always, if you want to join in on all the conversations, join a community, uh, check out the Discord, discord.io slash age101. If you aren't watching this live, you can do so over on twitch.tv slash age101. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free. Uh, if you want to send us a Twitter tweet, you can do so on the Twitter at Achievements101. Always, or as always, be, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash achievementhunting101. Uh, if you're listening to this on audio, this stream will go to YouTube at some point. So you can catch up there and see all the antics that we get into. Mm, and up. last but not least, 
if you can do so. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate everyone that uh, donates to us. You help keep the show going, help us get all these contests going, uh, prizes and whatnot. And just as uh, a little reminder for those that are patrons and a little PSA for those that don't know, as I'm editing the shows, if I if there's like a little soundbite or something like that, that I can take out of context, I'll snip it and put it in the patron VIP channel in the discord. Or if we have like some random ramblings before, after, or even during the show that usually gets cut out, I'll take that. I'll save it and upload it to patron VIP. So if you want, if you want to hear a little bit more, just some random talking that we go through or stuff that's just not kosher for the general audience, you can do so by signing up for Patreon. We love all of our patrons. You guys help the show continue. But with that, class is dismissed. Let's get on to some ducky races. For Twitch only. Uh, before we get started, I just need to do some uh, vocal warm-up exercises. If that's okay? Yeah, you, you do that. Yeah, okay. Ma 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 ma. Yeah? What's that? Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was a ha ha ha. Well, I think the Friday the 13th game has a little thing that says exactly what it's supposed to be. Welcome to the VCCCW, where we'll be bringing you all of the challenge results for September and what we have in store for spooky October. Spooktober! Spooktober, that doesn't work. See, Shocktober is is good, but uh, I feel like it's overplayed. Oh, I I like Rocktober, but it hasn't been Rocktober for a long, long time. Do you mean the TA Rocktober or just Rocktober in general? Rocktober uh, was a uh, in baseball when the Colorado Rockies. Oh, I know sports. <laughs> so our main event in September was something that uh, Jay Black actually envisioned to start with as something for his goal getters. So the fifty or so people in the goal getter contest, and he was asking people to get unique gamer score values. So. Every achievement earned, if you earned a unique gamer score that you hadn't earned uh, previously in the month, that would earn you a prize draw entry. So the most times you earned a unique gamer score value, the most uh, prize draw entries you would get. Uh, but I decided to actually open that up to the rest of the community. So as well as the goal getter folks, we got 12 extra people opting in to join into the contest. And we ended up with 68 people all trying to earn unique gamer score values. Uh, and yes, it was competitive and there was a prize drawer involved, but actually I was more interested to try and get as many different gamer score values as was possible across the entire achievement ecosystem. So we were offering prize draws anytime we hit a major milestone for the number of those values unlocked. Uh, and I kind of hid away what that value was, but it was for every 25 unique values we earned. So how did we do? Oh, well, we did. Fantastic. Uh, with 116 uh, here, looking at the chart, 
Wait, who are you? I haven't even introduced you. I haven't even introduced myself. What is this? I, I thought we... Yeah, I was going to say, I, I I think we're just rolling with it. Hey, I'm Vulgar Latin, by the way. We're, welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, chewy on ice. Anyway, we got all but one, two, three, four, five, six of the top 100... Of the uh, up to 100 score achievements that were possible. Yeah. Uh, so 17, 38, 39, 91, 94, and 97 were the only ones that we missed. There are a bunch that are completely impossible. They don't exist. But of the ones that are possible, those were the only ones that we missed, which is which is very impressive. Yeah, that's saying something. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So in a stunning turn of events, hold on to your seats. Mental night uh, got a hundred. Yeah. Uh, of a those. nice round hundred. <laughs> yeah, a hundo, if you will. Uh, Ice fire. Uh, we got forty three. Northern last thirty eight. Redemption denied thirty six. And matism. Well, 33. So a lot of new faces there. Yeah, some good names. Some some really impressive names, actually. Some people who really put a lot of effort into trying to find those rare ones. And even though Mental got the round 100, and we do thank him for his efforts, if you took away his massive score, as a community, we would have still got over 80 unique achievements. So I think that's still pretty impressive. But he did push us over the line to getting over 100. So we ended up with 116 different unique gamer score values earned across the community which is just brilliant that's pretty good i didn't even know you could get 189 points in one single achievement that's kind of nuts just looking at yeah the chart. yeah there's just some some really <laughs> really random numbers out there and some games that just just i mean people they make they make people itch some people just some people don't even play a game if they have these numbers in uh, and when you see the sheer volume of them out there it's actually crazy how how many and i think when the achievement ecosystem started you know way back when it was very rare to get something that was kind of odd valued right you just had your thousand score usually 50 achievements you know what's that 20 each 20 g's each <laughs> split it split like that, yeah yeah sometimes you get your 50 sometimes you get 100 in there but you know 17 g's <laughs> yeah um but yeah so you said there was prizes and for jables the winners were death dealers big l and matism mm -hmm. and they won a game each yes a specific uh i believe they were all maths related something like that i know hexalogic was one of them four prizes because we did uh for 25 each and those went to kt ace enigma gamer and wheezy fuzz so congratulations very nice on, on that the giveaways yeah yeah and it was a, it was a kind of another fun it was supposed to be just a background event that people kind of would naturally do well in because most people who i'd say didn't really try could earn you know i'd say about 20 different unique gamer score values was kind of the average that most people got and then i wasn't really expecting people to push for it but i'm really glad that people did actually it was cool yeah that was very neat the other one uh, this is coming to a close, was the Back to School Bash. So we reached the final month of that. Now uh, we've passed back to school season. We're just in during school season. Uh, so Triple Triad put in the most score uh, with Trivial Pursuit, Fibbage, Little Mouse's Encyclopedia as well. So that was 2780 that month. And then Retro Chief did 1120. Uh, and Jimbot uh, did 565. Uh, so that brings the totals to Northern Lass in fourth with 1140, Retro Chief in third with 1620, and Jimbot second with 2550. Uh, and for those of you paying attention, Triple Triad won his own challenge, 4780. <laughs> yeah, he seriously smashed out that education score. See, I tried. I, I put in 
235 score with Once Upon a Monster. I've, I actually really struggle to find uh, games in my collection. I, I realize I don't have that many. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Little Mouse's Encyclopedia in the sale, but I didn't get to it in time, so boohoo. It's, uh, it's something. Uh, another event that crossed multiple months uh, that drew to a close in September was the Venus Summer. So that one ran from June to September. And after four months of playing through pretty much, I think, the favorite genre of the community. Well, a large proportion well, of the community anyway. some of them. <laughs> yeah, the dark back alleys of the community. So, uh, you know, throughout the whole time, pretty much, Awu just held a commanding lead all the way all the way through and he seemed to have it in the back i remember each each episode that we've recorded the cover this we were just like well who's winning uh, still by a long way uh, and it was pretty much just a fight for second place between mario and and alex uh, they kind of swapped a couple of times uh, throughout but then something happened in september and mario it turned out had a lot more ammunition than we, we maybe gave him credit for because uh, he went mental he went mental night on us you know i was skeptical at first <laughs> yeah he knocked out a whole bunch of games in those final few weeks not only taking second and securing that but then even surpassing a woo to claim first prize he actually earned less ta than a woo he got forty-nine thousand to a woo's fifty-four thousand, but he got in total across the four months 22 completions which was four more than a Wu got. And because there was a multiplier for completions, that allowed him to push past into the top spot in the end. 22 Metroidvania Dang. completions in one month. That's just, whew. A lot of those are not easy games or short games. No, I know. No, yeah. And I mean, if you listen to the to the previous episodes, if you backtrack with all the power-ups that you've found here, you can come back to this and, and, and really dig in deeper with our segment. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> I should I should probably point out that Rocker Dude as well managed to earn about seven thousand TA, and he did that by pretty much just diving every single Metroidvania game on that is in existence. Didn't help him at all in the competition, but you know he, no, played, the, but he played the most games. It's neat to notice. It's uh, it's it's cool that he did it. Yeah, uh, and sure. again, uh, a lot of people really we went for this one, um, and it should be pointed out that yes, uh, Alex managed to, to hold on to that third place position quite quite securely, uh, and was followed up by Nightwolf, Ben L seventy two, Icefire, uh, and uh, Neo, uh, rounding up those top few uh, spots who probably did the most targeted scoring uh, in the genre. So yeah, really cool. I'm, I'm really glad. And actually, a Hollow Knight was played quite a bit in the end. So that was the whole point of doing it. Uh, and that's it for September. Awesome. So let's uh, look ahead then to October. And it is the Scary Game Spooktacular. Ooh. Ooh. You're going to get hardcore spooked. <laughs> so we've curated a list. Mm. Uh, we've checked it twice. Wait, no. Uh, we've checked it. Uh, <laughs> and then it has scary games. So these are going to be the survival horror, action horror genres. But also games that we feel are thematically appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of your your Castlevania games, Costume Quest, things of that nature. Yeah, even a bunch of uh, like walking sims like the park. And, you know, there's a lot of horror stuff out there that doesn't just sit into the, the horror genres, uh, as it were. Yeah, so we do have a, a link to that uh, in the Discord if you want to check that. Uh, what is the specific metric that you're going to be attaining 
Well, see, this was kind of a do-over from last year, but with more games, more tracking. Uh, so we, we are doing game score again as the primary metric. However, the whole point of this is just to play these games together. So I'm less yeah. interested in, you know, who wins and just more interested in knowing that everyone is playing these scary games together and talking about them. I am tracking game score because I have now the power to do so. Uh, I'm tracking oh. game score, TA... Achievements 1, TAD, and I will be doing completions as well. So who knows? Maybe it won't just be Gamer Score uh, come the end. Maybe we'll uh, throw in some some mentions to some of the other metrics. I know that Chesno, for instance, is hoping to play the most scary games. So he's got he's lining up 100 to play in the month. Uh, and I think aiming for at least 30 completions. So, so the equivalent of a completion a day. So we'll see next month if he managed to achieve that goal. Yeah, that, that's a lofty goal. <laughs> yeah, do you have any? Do you have any big plans? Uh, I've been doing Dead by Daylight. Uh, I've been getting to that in a big way, uh, and I would like to try to get some other ones done, like Soma. Uh, and I have like every Resident Evil game, mm. and at some point, but I also might do some Bioshock for Ooh. Bioshocktober. Nice segue. All right, let me try and think of a. Uh, uh, shock, shockway, shockway, no, shockway. <laughs> Tenuous. <laughs> we'll make it work. Yeah. So uh, it is Bioshocktober. Uh, so games in the Bioshock uh, series mm-hmm. uh, and their regional equivalents or, or platform variants uh, count for achievements. One. Yeah. This came from uh, Corey Rocker Dude, who I. Th- believe has never played any of these games and wanted to kind of piggyback off the kind of thematic October scares Bioshock you know it's not a horror horror game but it is a pretty creepy spooky game so uh, he wanted to play through the series so he put an open challenge out there to get anyone else to join him uh, in doing so yes would you kindly join us in our Bioshock (laughs) challenge but wait there's more Anyone who's been paying attention to the VCCCW channel for the last few weeks will have noticed that we were getting some strange messages that started out as static and then over the weeks developed into sort of an intercom message. Kind of looked a bit Metal Gearish. people noticed. But as it turned out, at the end of September, that was revealed to be Sheriff Hopper from the Stranger Things franchise, who is warning us, uh, as again, many of you may already be aware, that one of our number has been trapped in the Upside Down for quite some time. And now in October, uh, appropriately, is the time that we should try and rescue poor Ace from the Upside Down. So throughout the month of October... Uh, he's going to be popping in, uh, trying to put together a rescue squad to go and rescue Ace. Uh, unfortunately, as people have already noticed in the first few days of October, Ace isn't the only one in danger. The Demogorgon, the creature from the Stranger Things, has now been picking off more and more folks from around the community. Uh, and in the first three days, we've actually, unfortunately, sadly lost 27 more people to the Demogorgon. Uh, We don't know where they are. We don't know if they're alive. We can only assume that they're in the Upside Down with Ace. So this rescue mission is going to be tough. So buddy system, people. So uh, if you're going to go into strange places, bring a friend. I recommend a flashlight. 
you know, I have my Christmas lights here ready to go, um, just in case I hear something. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be a kind of a <laughs> this is going to be a kind of a narrative uh, driven thing throughout the month. Uh, hopefully, a bit of fun for everyone to get involved with. I don't know if anyone remembers the zombie event from last last year. Kind of thematically, uh, well, there's, there's there's links to that, um, but with a lot more narrative thrust behind it. Uh, hopefully, it's fun and enjoyable. And something tells me that there's going to be some shocking revelations as we go along. Yeah, some weirder happenings. Uh, let's move on to the year-long competitions. I've written down the correct number of C's for you this time. Okay, I count several C's for this challenge. <laughs> you know the one. Anyway. Oh, yes, the, the, the several C challenge. Yeah. <laughs> the several C. <laughs> the, uh, so there's not a huge change at the top. This one is uh, having more completed than started uh, with Jester. Toadstyle Venom and EOJ holding strong uh, with 51, 30, and 29, uh, respectively. There is a big shift at the bottom, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is one notable downward trend. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, been working on my massive Game Pass Extra Life dive, uh, and I am at not quite last place uh, with minus 248. Yeah, I was, I, because I, I, I know you've been doing this, and and it's been uh, crazy and and great to see. Uh, but I don't know how you're not last place because dude <laughs> with the face has got. My, I didn't, I hadn't even picked, I haven't really picked up on this earlier in the year when he did this, but he is at now minus three hundred and two, so he has started three hundred more games than he's completed this year, and he's not completed a small amount. He's completed one hundred and forty-seven games, but he started. Yeah. 449 which is just nuts it's it's more than you have started in your massive like dive everything thing uh, for now i mean yeah you're, you're going to surpass <laughs> him i'm sure by the end of the year but but you know I, I just wanted to call attention to that absolutely stupid <laughs> amount of games that he started year of the assassin has been so last month i kind of complained that people weren't doing too much and it kind of tailed off a little bit uh hoping that this that, that it would give people a kick up the bum uh, and it really hasn't unfortunately there has been some uh, movement uh saban rothschild finished the story of assassin's creed 2 in the exergy collection and then a few people uh fluttery chicken elephant and hawkeye barry have been doing kind of various dlc packs here and there mostly uh during some uh, multiplayer boosting and that's pretty much it, apart from one person. And that one person is Neo. X-Neo21X, to be precise. And last time we mentioned that he had done Liberation 360, then followed up with Liberation in the 3 Remastered, then done the whole of 3 Remastered, then has now done the whole of the story of 3 on the Xbox 360, and the three Tyranny of King Washington DLC packs. He's done that in the last basically two months, all of that. And then he's followed it up immediately by doing the entirety of the story of Black Flag and the Freedom Cry DLC on the one in September. So he is just smashing it out at the moment, single-handedly. He has uh, completed the story of more than twice the amount of Assassin's Creed games than anyone else in the year and he's done so he's done eight so far uh, and the nearest people to that have done four that's and that's just uh you know he's going guns blazing on the old assassin's creed 
And I will also note, we do not have much time to finish the set. Mm, yes, yes. And, and uh, Valhalla still calls us, as does Chronicles Russia. Uh, Lego Head, I am looking at you. <laughs> you, are, you he's, he's been playing it. He has not completed it. <laughs> he's got, you got to. You got to at this point. Goal getter, last but not least. Uh, Mario's big Vayner push helped to secure the top spot in September's goal getter with big scoring, 15 completions, and a very nice 2.34 ratio. Ooh, that's a tasty ratio. That's a, oh, that's, that's snazzy, especially when you get that much score. Mm. Katie took second and Mental Knight third with 39 completions. 39 completions in one month. Mm. Dang. And adding those scores to the year totals doesn't change much. Uh, with Mental, myself, and Jimbot holding the top three, Lego had lost some ground, slipping from fourth to sixth behind MDP and Mike Pitch. But uh, the race to the top, you know, it's uh, there's still some ground, you know. Uh, just one month if you slip. Absolutely. Yeah. Pretty much uh, on average, you can earn between, if you do well in a month, you're going to get between 200 and 250 points. Okay. And there is 200 points that separates the top one, two, three, four, five people. So if any of those have an awful month, <laughs> uh, that really opens it up to people to, to claim that those top spots. Yeah. So keep at it. We still got three more months to go. Hmm. Absolutely. And that is your lot. Uh, Have a spooky October, and we'll see you in November for more BCCCW. See ya. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Spooktober. I'm Waka Pale, and today I'll be discussing one of the favorite Xbox games of my guest, North. How are you doing? I'm very good, Waka. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Dead Effect 2, a port of a mobile game, showed up on Xbox back in 2017. The standout feature of this game is that it has 100 achievements. Which is why I picked it up and decided to check it out. I'm not entirely sure I'm happy I did so, but uh, you like it? Quite a bit more than I did. Oh, yeah, I absolutely love this game. This game's like that early 2000s like FPS jankiness that just I absolutely adore playing. You get like nostalgia for it, even though it's like a quite recent game. <laughs> it's kind of weird to explain. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, as it started out as a mobile game, it's quite sluggish, but it took me a while to figure it out before I started seeing a bunch of free-to-play mechanics, which are not hindering the gameplay, but it's uh, you can really tell that they are using some free-to-play mechanics that they've tried to paste over with an abundance of supplies. Yeah, I, I didn't even join those two things together. I actually found out quite recently, maybe in the last year, that it was actually a mobile port of a game. I actually thought it was a console game or a PC game at least first, but I don't think I would have seen the the mobile mechanic thing. It looks way better than yeah. you would expect from a mobile port. But they do overuse a lot of visual effects. Uh, yeah, you've got Michael Bay levels of lens flares, just that insane like grubbiness, like that they've just like poured all over the screen. It's 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 quite assaulting to a person at the very start of playing it, but you do get used to it. Yeah, there are tons of lens flares and other light effects and other visual effects, like the very lifted from Mass Effect 
film grain mm-hmm. filter on top of everything. It is a salt into you. <laughs> but once you get past that, it is a fun game. It is genuinely a fun pick up and play game. Dead Effect 2 takes place after the events of Dead Effect, where the comic book evil scientist Dr. Wagner creates the dead effect an immortality granting virus which also results in zombies uh, on the spaceship Meridian I uh, I don't think I even want to remember the name of that spaceship honestly like you get spaceships and other stuff like uh, the Normandy or the Ishimura and we got the Meridian here <laughs> the Meridian is not fit for uh, any kind of organic life at this point the, the ship is busted to hell it it's a wonder anything still survives on it uh, it sort of bothered me how you're on a spaceship that's almost flooded everywhere there's uh, fires all over the place on top of the zombies all over the place yeah it's a, it's a big ship there's some places to hide <laughs> from an engineering standpoint <laughs> how kind of that ship must have been built with an abundance of uh, fail safes to even be able to have anything living <laughs> still in it everything's on fire everything is flooded nothing works you're sent on a bunch of missions to repair the smallest thing. <laughs> I, I, li- I like that you're looking at this from that point of view rather than just like an FPS point of view. You're like, I don't understand how the ship survived all this for God's sake. <laughs> well, s- story is not exactly the uh, highlight of this game. And the script is really, really bad. And the voice acting, I- I'm sure there's only one professional voice actor that helped out with this game. The rest are comically bad. Yeah. Uh, which lends a certain charm to it. See, I, I like that. I like that old, uh, that very old voice acting in video games. Because now, obviously, you get people like Jennifer Hale and, you know, Matt Mercer and stuff like that. But this stuff, this stuff's golden to me. I, I love bad voice acting in video games. I don't know why. I just think it's awesome. It's the same as, I don't know if you noticed it when you were playing this, when you pick up, like, your logs and your collectibles, whatever. It's just... Just errors, grammatical errors, misspellings everywhere, all over the place. Like, no one proofread anything on this. <laughs> nope, and the uh, subtitles do not match the voice acting either. Not even close. <laughs> not even uh, there's close. also some really bad takes that I don't know why they decided to keep in there with uh, blown out audio. And uh, yeah, there's all kinds of jank everywhere. You can even hear, like, sometimes in the middle of a conversation, they obviously recorded with a different mic halfway through, and they just kept that in, and it's a run-on sentence, and you're like, why Why did you keep that in for? <laughs> the production values are not exactly sky-high, but it's a game for $12 made by a small indie studio for mobile phones originally but i mean like you know as you said like it's it looks good for a mobile phone port of a game that it does at least as good as you're gonna get (laughs) also starts off as a feels like a survival horror with the slow moving enemies and uh, you actually have to uh, save ammo and actually hit your enemies or you will run out of ammo and die but you'll soon find out that dying doesn't yeah. really have much consequence you pay a small fee and then you just keep going from where you left off yeah i kind of like that idea though for an fps game like this just like if you die there's no real consequences you lose a bit of money that's it it reminds me of that mode in um bioshock infinite i'm not following you there what oh there was a mode in bioshock infinite where if you died you just had to pay a fee to be resurrected and then if you ran out of money game over you had to start again <laughs> 
quite intense. I even completed that, but I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's called 1999 mode or something. It's interesting. Maybe I'm getting this completely wrong now, but I'm pretty sure that was... <laughs> Maybe you were just maybe you were just too good at it, Waka, and one shot at it. It's possible. <laughs> As I mentioned, Dead Effect Two has one hundred achievements worth one thousand game score and two thousand six hundred seventy-two TA, and an estimated completion of twenty-five hours. But you found a glitch that would make that completion way faster if you choose to. Yeah, significantly shorter. One of the last achievements you're gonna get in this game is finishing a hundred survive missions which is completely unnecessary by the way absolutely unnecessary considering how long that they take and how much you can mess up but because this is one of those really janky early pcs games i was like as soon as i started playing it i was like there's bound to be something here that you can break i'm bound to be able to clip through a wall get out of bounds something to make this easier so that was my like i spent like maybe six seven hours just trying that and i found out on the first the first survive mission you can do, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one on the far left. You can just run up a like a barrel and then go behind a box and crouch down. And while you're crouched down, the enemy pathing doesn't know where you are and don't know how to get you. So they just kill themselves. They just despawn and you just finish your rounds in a couple of minutes. That's going to save you tons of time since you have to do 100 of these missions. Mm-hmm. You have to take at least and they are long. six minutes. Well, I d- they did for me, and I'm kind of pissed I didn't know about this before. <laughs> you should have hit me up when you saw I had that completion, Waka. <laughs> yeah, the uh, story missions are actually not that bad. There are four achievements tied to each story mission, and uh, you can get most of them in one run, but some of them are mutually exclusive so you'll have to replay yeah. missions a few times i have to say i really i really like that multiple achievements for each mission thing i think that's a really good way to set your achievements out in a game like this yeah the achievements are actually really good apart from the 100 survivor missions <laughs> yeah <laughs> that thing just completely sucked the fun out of the game yeah that doubles your playtime easily not double but close enough six six hundred minutes yeah that's but, 10 hours it's a couple of hours <laughs> i love games like this that have those dorky achievements you know it's like did you find all the collectibles in this certain mission did you find all the money in this certain mission did you kill enemies with only headshots in this mission i i love achievements like that rather than just here's 150 gamer score for completing the game on easy and hard or whatever you know i like that they had fun with their achievements there are no achievements tied to difficulty and uh, you can choose which difficulty to play a level. You get different rewards depending on how difficult you choose to go. Uh, the level scaling is completely broken. You start off v- very weak and the <laughs> enemies scale with you. So you'd think that it would be as difficult most of the time. But you get way more powerful, way faster than the enemies do. At the beginning, enemies are kind of bullet sponges. Yeah. In the end, you completely melt them with your good weapons. Yeah, those uh, depending on... I can't remember now. This is one thing that's confusing me about this because it's been a couple of years since I played this, but it was like you, there is RPG elements to this game as far as I remember, but they don't even there are really tons matter of that RPG much. Elements. You level up and you can pick and choose what skills you want to use. Uh, there are a few active skills 
well, there are tons of active skills that you can choose from, but uh, I didn't really yeah. bother with them. But uh, some of them were actually really useful to get for some achievements. Slow motion is pretty much the only thing you need. Yep, the slow motion is really, really useful. Mm-hmm. It's extremely overpowered as well, because like you said, once you level up your scaling breaks to the enemy scaling, you can just like two-shot enemies even at the highest level. It's it's crazy, U- unless they spawn them big them big berserker dudes they're actually quite scary <laughs> yeah at the end with uh, a max uh, maximum leveled uh, character and uh, uh, rare equipment yeah there's uh, a lot of equipment that's dropped left and right from the zombies yeah and that's a that's another good thing i was saying about that uh, the survival missions with that glitch because once the enemies kill themselves they drop the items and they just automatically go into your inventory because technically they die off screen or off map so <laughs> the the stuff just goes straight to you. Yeah, the equipment is already kind of broken since they've uh, removed the free to play grind. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I keep for- I keep forgetting that this was a pay to play or pay to win sort of game before it came to consoles. Yeah, if you know about it, it's very obvious that it was rather pay to win. I'm gonna play through this game and now walk and point and look at all this stuff and notice it now. <laughs> now that you've said this. <laughs> I started looking at a few reviews on the Android store and you can really tell that there's a lot of complaints of pay to win to even get through the game. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder I wonder how high the TA would have been if uh, the game had kept those uh, pay to play or pay to win. No, I wouldn't have uh, touched this thing. <laughs> would you not have actually? No, that sounds really, really bad. I cannot stand those free-to-play mechanics especially now that i've been playing a bunch of free-to-play games for a while it's so infuriating <laughs> yeah to, i have to wait a day to get another revive tokens no i don't want to do that oh god you said that and that actually annoyed me <laughs> that actually annoyed me wait a day to get another token for a revive Ugh. you you only played this because there was 100 achievements on it then you waka yes yeah i think that's the main driver why i started this game to begin with. i knew nothing of the game I started up and it was atrocious from the very first mission. Uh, I, while picking a character, I went through the three characters and they had voice clips. Uh, the guy I picked was some kind of sca- Scandinavian uh, soldier called Gunnar Davis. And yeah, he sounded ridiculous, uh, but he was better than uh, the uh, Jane Frey character. And uh, I remember just getting physically repulsed when uh, that K. Rayner character's voice clip started. Yep. I, I can't remember it verbatim, but it, it was something along the line of GG headshot zombie dudes. <laughs> I, I'll have you know for a fact, Waka, I started playing as him, and then whenever I started hearing his voice lines, I quit the game and then chose the girl. <laughs> That is not a joke. <laughs> yeah, I can understand it. That's a downside of the game. You cannot change your character once you've decided one. You have to start over from the beginning again no. if you choose to do so. But I'm kind of curious how just how bad it is. I might start I mean, up the game again just to run through a level and see how bad it is. That's that's what I'm going to do, I think, after this, after we finish recording this. I'm going to play through this game again just for fun because I just remember this game being so... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're done, you're done. Another sort of frustrating part is that you can't just go through the campaign mission by mission. Because if you do, you're not going to get high enough level to uh, 
start the next mission there's a minimum level requirement so you'll have to replay a mission yeah. or do the survival modes in between uh i can't remember the biohazard mode i know there was an achievement for it but i can't even remember that biohazard mode the biohazard mode is like the survival mode but you have to uh, defeat a certain number of enemies in five waves that's right those missions alone take around six to seven minutes each and you have to do 50 of them well on the same day i got finished 50 biohazard missions and finished 100 survive missions so i assume i use the glitch on both of them <laughs> the uh, biohazard missions count as survival missions but not the other way around and the survival missions usually only last three minutes oh okay that's interesting yeah but like i mean as you said though you you can tell that this game is just just jankiness like just with the filters alone i i I don't know man i've got a soft spot for games like this you know i think there's i think there should be i think there should be more games like this put out on console i I like them it is a surprising amount of campy fun but you can really tell that it's a low budget title with surprisingly good visuals but everything around it is kind of messy and broken in some way oh yeah even like the slow-mo you know when slow-mo gets activated when you kill a couple enemies with a grenade or something screen you go into slow motion it doesn't even have to be on screen (laughs) everything is something explodes everything goes into slow motion it it can be a bit disorienting (laughs) when you're just running through a corridor and an enemy has thrown a grenade and uh, all of a sudden everything goes into slow motion for a bit yeah you can see the game literally tearing itself apart when that happens as well which is amazing it actually runs really good on the series x but i remember it uh, struggling on the original one yeah it chugged it chugged on the one i played this over several years i don't remember when i started it but it must have been close to release and i just finished it wow i played it uh, about two months after release and then just completed it in 10 days I-, I love this game. Yeah, the estimated completion is around 25 hours, but you can probably cut almost 10 of those hours if you use your glitch. Yeah, I would say you'd be able to cut about 10 of them off. I- I- that's another thing I'm surprised by looking at the-, the card here, is like only 160 people have completed this and less than 3,000 have even played it. I'm not surprised by the low number of completions due to the 100 uh, survival missions requirement, because that thing mm-hmm. alone is terrible. The rest of the achievements are actually really good. There's also another achievement for getting a 10,000 kills. You'll probably have a thousand kills after running through the campaign once. So that's ten times as many enemies as there is in the actual yeah. game. I know with that uh, with that glitch, when the enemies kill themselves off screen, they count as a kill for you. So the counter just keeps running even though they're dying off screen and you're not actually actively killing them. But you still have to get, like, what is it, like a thousand kills with a shotgun, 1600 with a machine gun, so you do actively have to work towards those anyway. Yeah, which is fine. doesn't take very long if you decide to get the weapon-specific achievements. Uh, see, I, I don't mind achievements like that either. I don't mind grindy achievements like kill 1600 enemies with a gun if it's in a game like this uh, it becomes a little bit more annoying when you're playing that in like a third person shooter that's kind of like slow but for this it's it's fine you know you do it in a couple of hours maybe yeah these zombie enemies are slow and they die in a really gory fashion there's uh <laughs> yeah. well, once you get uh, grenades and stuff they really explodes into just big just red mist, red mist and <laughs> there, there's uh not only body parts but innards all over the place Uh, unfortunately they dissolve as soon as the enemy dies and they disappear in a golden uh, 
uh, the only thing I can compare that to is the Doom 3 effect. Do you remember how the enemies disappeared in Doom 3? Yeah, I do not, but the, it's really jarring when once you kill an enemy and they sort of just dissolve. And I understand why they <laughs> yeah. did it to save uh, memory, especially on the phones, but uh, it would be more fun to have the enemies just pile up on top of each other yeah because eventually a lot do start coming out at the same time so that would be fun like yeah even if, when there's like 10 enemies rushing you at once well shuffling at you at once they can sort of <laughs> build up a small pile before they disappear a few seconds later just as soon as you throw that grenade in the slow motion activates and it's just red dust on your screen <laughs> i always forget about that slow motion uh, enemies have a really fun ragdoll once you hit them with an explosive and they fly up in the air. Uh, that's actually what I was going to say. That ragdoll effect is used perfectly in this game. Like, as soon as you hit, like, a crowd of zombies, one of them will just freak out and just go to the, just go to space, basically. <laughs> just smash off a wall. <laughs> or the ceiling. Yeah, it's amazing. I love that stuff in games like that. But it's it's definitely worth picking up. Like, I mean, it's it's less than it's less than 10, 10 pounds here. Like, you know, it's, it is a fun, dumb game. And it's gonna waste 20 hours of your time like i think it's uh, 12 dollars but it's been on sale for like two. Oh, really <laughs> i think that's a more fair price but yeah it, there's tons of content uh, some of them well much of it is rather repetitive uh, but if you like campy horror fun th- this is uh certainly not a bad choice no it's, it's a good choice for that sort of stuff just just campiness just bad voice acting fun dumb gameplay yeah it's a bit repetitive but you know you get what's you get what's offered to you thank you for joining me north no thank you for having me on and thank you for letting me talk about this dumb game that i love so much yeah i can see why you like it i'm not sure i would call it my favorite game but uh, <laughs> yeah it's certainly enjoyable no awesome man thank you very much thank you bye everyone bye <laughs>